You are entering another classroom, one so strange and unfamiliar it is scarcely recognizable as reality. Your next stop ahead, the Oddity Film Society. The Oddity Film Society is back after over a month. We've been writing a script for a movie. I thought that was like and hush, the hush. DL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. geez, Thomas. Well, it's not. Not anymore. All right. Not anymore. We're, we watched The Shining uh, this week, and we're going to talk about it now. You're just going to throw the bombshell out there that we're writing a script, yes. and then not, not address it. Nope, no, I'm not, but because no. I said the writing session, and people want to know what it is, so I thought I'd say that then. We sh- shouldn't we give them something? No. no, we leave them. No. We leave them in the dark. That it's a little tease. Should we do a reading? We could do a reading. We can. <laughs> we can do a reading after we're finished. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we did watch the uh, the Shining, which we'll get to that review later on. Um, what have you guys been watching? How about we say our names? We yeah, we could do. do that. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could. We could do that. I'm Thomas. I'm Cameron. Beverly. I'm Kewen. I'm Johnny or Grayson, whatever. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm Anderson. I'm Emily. Okay. I'm now can we talk about what we watched? No. Wait, don't we usually we usually do news? I think first. Yeah. Before, I thought we did what we no, watched. No, we, we did news. news. I think I think what we watched was before. I the think movie. we should do news and then we do what we watched and then we talk about the movie because we never actually have enough time to talk about the movie. And okay. then there's like rambling, like and off-topic tangents in there too. So. Did you just pull those out of your pocket? I did pull out three. Well, two pen, no, one pen and two pencils. Two, yeah, two lime green pencils. <laughs> sure, if everybody emptied their pockets, they would have at least two pencils and one pen. Everybody goes for their <laughs> pockets. I only have a phone now. Any news items? I have a news item. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Peanut, the um, mascot for Planters, is now dead. What? He has died. For four, 104 years. Who of decides service. if he's dead or not? Um, uh, a tweet from the official company, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, they had a Super Bowl ad, I guess, that had Mr. Peanut dying oh, no. in a uh, car accident. He what? fell off a cliff and then got exploded in his peanut car. And um, he saved the life of two men. And an armadillo. Sorry, you know what a walking still is? It's when someone takes takes it from you and, and brings it away. <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna keep that in there? Yes. <laughs> or do we need like consent? <laughs> we're, we're gonna keep it in there because it's real, Thomas. This is the real deal. This is all gritty. This is the this, this is the gritty messy. Joker reboot of podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You can make the commercials like like a minute, but yeah. So they swerved to not hit something. Yeah, then they swerved they to not hit an armadillo. And then you had the... Th- they're hanging. They're hanging off yeah. a branch. Yeah. 
And I don't know what they're saying. They're saying you it's jump. It's on mute. They said oh. you jump. No, you jump. And then they both look at Mr. Peanut and they say, "Don't do it, Mr. Peanut." And then Mr. Peanut lets go of his cane, and he falls to his death. Well, that is sad. And then gets exploded by a car. Is there anything more capitalist than a peanut with a top hat, cane, and monocle selling you other peanuts to eat? Tweets are weird. Yeah, they are. <laughs> My um, question is, which mascots are going to die next? And I vote... Um, you think this is only the beginning? Yes. I hope that Lucky the Leprechaun dies. I do not like Lepre oh, Lucky the Leprechaun from Lucky Charms cereal. Mm. I don't like him. I feel bad for the tricks, Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. They replaced rabbit. him with a real one. Tricks are for kids. To promote it all. He's so tortured. All he wants is to, like, you know, like, get his fix, and nobody will let him. Oh. Do you think tricks are, like, laced with something? Are they? Do you think so? Wait, I've had them before. Laced with something? I, Do you think I, they didn't, are? I didn't feel anything. Mm. Did you have enough? Maybe you're only supposed to eat one color. Maybe. Yeah. They all kind of, if you eat them all together, it kind of causes yeah. this strange reaction. Where nothing happens. They yeah. cancel but themselves if you isolate yeah. a color, what color would it be? Pink. Would it be the pink one? I don't know. Yeah. What colors are there? There's yellow and green and pink. Are there orange? Purple. There's purple. I feel like purple. I feel like it'd be purple then. Purple or green. I feel like those two would be the drug ones because they're easily separated from the other colors, right? Yeah. Anyways, is there any other news <laughs> that's maybe more movie news? Uh, there's a movie that Oscar Isaac is going to be starring in called The Great Machine, which is interesting. Because I was listening to a podcast earlier today yeah. about this. Oscar Isaac was in a movie called Ex Machina, which is fantastic. And the comic book that The Great Machine is being based on is also called Ex Machina, which is kind of neat. So he'll be in like two Ex Machina movies. But they're not connected. They are unconnected. The one that he's in is about um, a superhero who becomes mayor of New York City. Mm -hmm. And most of the comic focuses on him being a mayor, and then there's these flashbacks to when he's playing superhero. But he's not like a cool superhero. He can just talk to machines. That's his ability. Yeah, doesn't he like think of like amazing machines and then he can like build them or something? Not really. That might be what happens in the, the movie. But, like, he, he does so many things. He's got, like, a, a rocket pack, but it, it looks all pieced together, and it's not terribly sophisticated. It was I really enjoyed the comic book. I think I might go back and finish it. Um, but I sort of stopped collecting at a certain point, and that was one of the ones that I said that I gave up. Do you need a pat on the back? Uh, don't touch me. <laughs> uh, should we talk about the Oscar nominations? Does anyone care? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That happened. The nominations have been released. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, okay, so best can picture. we wait? Can we do guesses before? I will have no okay. guesses. No. I'm gonna guess that Joker is maybe like best. Best score or like best actor. I don't even know what the categories are. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just okay. I'm just well, we've got best picture, computer. best director, best actress, best actor. Should those be separated? Actress and actor. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, obviously, the answer is no. 
Because we're not supposed to designate a gender when we identify somebody. It's not police woman and police man anymore. It's peace Hello. officer. Hey, actually. Yeah. Well, that job is out of the window Fire for me. Person. Ew. Why would they do that? And I think it's 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 politically correct to refer to both of them as all actors. actors as actors. Actors. Mm-hmm. Not actors. Or thespians. Yeah, thespians. They'd have to make like the like more nominations though. Like that'd be like a pretty big category if they did both of them together. And then would they have to make sure that there's like the same number of each? But then it would be guys competing yeah. against girls. They should just. That would be unfair. I feel like it's fine. I hate it life sometimes. <laughs> like people are just. That would be unfair if if they were in the same category. I think it's unfair because I think, and I I hope this isn't offensive. I think that there are more interesting male roles than there are female roles. I would agree. Yeah. The guys get to do all the fun things. The girls just sit around wearing bikinis and. Not doing okay. There's cool nothing things. wrong with all, them wearing all, bikinis. All, 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 the, all, the, all the Oscar nominees are just the women wearing bikinis. Like, but like in uh, spy movies, like the chick does nothing. Once mm-hmm. upon a time in Hollywood, she did nothing. Mm-hmm. Most movies that aren't female centric, the the women are there as uh, window dressing a lot of times. Yeah, they're objects. And I'm just... <laughs> mm-hmm. So we should not put the categories together. No. Okay. Uh, so actor and actress, uh, best supporting of the same, um, best screenplay, or, uh, best cinematography, best costume design, best film editing, best makeup and hairstyling, best original score, original song, production design, sound editing, sound mixing, visual effects, and it goes on. Do animated we care features, about... animated shorts, documentaries. I got none of that. <laughs> Do we actually care about any of this besides like Sound the actors just... in the movies? Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think that there are, when you notice a movie that has really good sound design, it's mm-hmm. pretty phenomenal. Okay, what's the sound ones? Um, so that would be sound mixing, sound editing. Okay, read them to me. I can't see Who they are? Yeah. Uh, so for editing, we have Ford versus Ferrari, Ferrari, sorry, Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. And then for mixing, we have Ad Astra, Ford versus Ferrari, Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. What's the difference? Uh, so that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, for sound mixing, could Ford That deals with, like, levels and stuff, where the, the, the editing is actually, like, putting it together. Okay. So, like, could Joker win both? Like, because it's yeah. both categories, yeah. so it could win... Okay. Um, and then the score as well, but that's, like, the, for the, the writing of the song. Okay. Yeah, I understood that. Okay. <laughs> What was like the? Is there what was there was one about the soundtrack, right? Uh, original song. Was there like one like that was like the whole soundtrack, like a, a whole score? No. No. Well, there's a score, yes, but not a soundtrack. Okay, yeah, I think that one, for Joker. For Joker. And maybe maybe like best makeup and hair. 
Uh, Best Original Score, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, and Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. Are there any categories that you wanted to talk about? Me? Yeah. Oh, Best Picture, probably. Best Picture? Okay. Do you know what's up? Joker? No, no, just in general. Uh, So 1917, Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, uh, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. It's unusual for a foreign film to be up there. It happens every now and then. It should be Parasite, but it's going to be 1917. Think so? Yeah. I feel like there's a little bit of backlash for 1917. It's not great, but you just kind of have to think it's great. Because it's set up on the one take? Yeah. Do you think that's a gimmick? Yeah. Yeah. If, if they just if it wasn't the one take thing, then it wouldn't be an important like nobody would pay attention to it. Okay. It doesn't have a very like great storyline, so I didn't like it. Are you a fan of war movies? Depends. I mean I like Dunkirk. Okay. Dunkirk is greater than nineteen seventeen? Yes. Okay. Like Saving Private Ryan is better than nineteen seventeen. Okay. And yet, uh, I don't. Was Dunkirk even in the runnings? I know it didn't win. I forget if it was up. Yeah. Was that last year or the year before? The year before, I think. Yeah. So, is this a conspiracy against Christopher Nolan? He will never win Best Picture. <laughs> has, has have any of his movies won anything? I don't think so. Inception would have been the one I think to win if there was going to be. Um, any responses to the uh, the movies that are up there? No. None. No. <laughs> any, any, any ones that uh, that seem so obviously you don't think nineteen seventeen should be up there. No, I. I don't think so, but it's going to win. Any other ones that you think uh, are maybe uh, undeserving? What else was up there? Uh, Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. Um, Parasite would be your pick? Yeah, I okay. didn't see Ford versus Ferrari, though, so I don't really know. I begged okay. my mom to take me to see Little Women, and then she didn't, and now I'm sad because I don't think it's in Wetland anymore. It was so good. I've heard really good things about it. Yeah. I read the book. Uh, she said she she said if you read the book we'll go watch it. So I read the book and then and then and then we didn't go watch it and now I'm mad. Uh it's different than the book though, right? It's updated. Yeah. And oh. uh I really like Greta Gerwig. Yeah. I think she's a pretty good director and or directoress. She's a, she's a good directoress. Um and uh and I like her as an actress too. Have you seen Francis Hall? Me? Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. Um, any picks for Best Picture? I've never seen those. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, right. any of them. No, no? Okay, this was very successful. <laughs> no. Any other news? Something about that Batman movie? Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh, and there's a new Wes Anderson film coming. Oh, you have a French disposition. Yeah. I the want him to do something amazing. different. Did you see the cast for that one, though? No. Oh. It's, it's like a Wes Anderson cast. Yeah. Okay. Like, change his cast. Yeah. Change yeah. his style. Change the types of movies that he's making. I would like re- him to re- do something Make a reboot different. of Bottle Rocket. 
<laughs> that would be like doing the exact opposite. Um, yeah. But he, he just... I really enjoy his movies, and he, he's got a, a really quirky style, but it's... Um, I don't know, they seem cookie-cuttery. Like he's doing the same stuff. Like It's, it's the same design, and it, it all looks the same. He's playing with the same kind of characters. Um, it works, though. Yeah. But he's so idiosyncratic with his vision that I feel like the movies that he's making aren't emotionally moving. Mm-hmm. They're funny and they're quirky, but that's all he's doing. And I feel like they're, he could be doing something more if he played maybe in somebody else's sandbox or... Nothing. I'd, I'd love to see a Wes Anderson like spy movie or action movie or a Wes Anderson horror movie. I was gonna die to see a Wes. Anderson. I would, I would like, like to see a horror movie. Yeah. I think he's he's he's. If he, I I was reading an article, um, and it was if he was gonna make a uh, a horror movie, it was like he would think of like calling it like a. I can't remember what the exact title was. It was something like the Wispin in the Willows or something. Okay. And I was like, I, I would, de- yeah, no, I would definitely see a Wes Anderson horror movie. Imagine if the relaunch of Ghostbusters was Wes Anderson. <laughs> I feel like that wouldn't be Ghostbusters, though. <laughs> oh, I think it'd be so fun. It'd be like, <laughs> yeah, what would it be? <laughs> it'd be like, uh... Get these, like, nice still shots. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> the running down the street, like... <laughs> I think have like like all the like the whip pans of like they're like look at over there a ghost and like <laughs> and then like that like the big zoom in. <laughs> I think it'd be a lot of fun. I'd I'd be I'd be game for something like that. No, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see him do something. That'd be interesting to see him do something out of his comfort zone. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm happy with the way he makes movies now too. <sighs> I enjoy them, but I feel like for me, his high point is um, the Royal Tenenbaums, and everything after that is just sort of like, like he's doing the same thing, but not quite as good. Yeah. And he's already done like the the kid kind of stop motion thing, so I don't know. Something. Have you seen Isle of Dogs yet? No, not yet. It's pretty good. There's one thing I really like about it, because it's, it's not quite a kid's movie. Like, mm-hmm. there's violence and swearing in it. But it's not like, uh... Because you know how, like, most Wes Anderson movies are, like, usually rated R, right? Like, they're usually got some more... Like, you know, like, bigger subject matter in them. Like, where, like, like, whereas, like, Fantastic Mr. Fox, that was, like, PG, and, like, instead of swearing, they would say cuss, which I, I liked that. But in this, you know, like, there's, like, genuine, like curse words and like a, there's like dog fights and stuff and the dogs like there's one part where the dog gets like it's, like, it's ear ripped off um okay and there's like a yeah no um so it's like uh, it's it's a it's a watership down it's not it's not as like <laughs> like explosive as watership down but there are bursts and it's, it's not like it's not even like bursts, but there is some violence in it. Not much, but there's a bit. Uh, other news items? Did somebody mention Batman briefly? Yeah. Um, I don't know, was there something you wanted to say about I, I just knew that there was a new Batman. Yeah. Batinson. Uh, well, they've been talking about it on the interweb. 
Have you heard of that? It's a place where people like post their ideas and. and well, can, I know love. what the I know what it is. Okay. Is there a cast yet? I don't. Uh, so Robert Pattinson is Pattinson. Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, Colin Farrell. Farrell as the Penguin. Mm-hmm. He has gained weight. There's been pictures leaked, oh, yeah? and okay. he ha- he did gain some weight for the. It's just him like on the street or something. And he's There's got like coffee well, or something. I think the Riddler is maybe gonna be Paul Dano. Yeah. I thought I brought that up to you yeah. earlier, and you thought you liked that idea. Yeah, I thought about it just now. And you don't like it? I don't know. I think, okay. I think he'd be a, he'd be a good. Uh... I got a little excited with the Colin Farrell. Penguin, just because I thought they might be doing like, an interesting take on him. But if he's gaining weight, and they're gonna make him look kind of yeah. So and he's got like he's got like well he's kind of got like Colin his just regular Colin Farrell hair, but like kind of like short on the sides, spiky. It's white. Okay. It kind of sounds like I'm describing you. <laughs> okay. I could be compared to Colin Farrell all day long. And be okay with that. Um, and, and the, it kind of has a. Is that the leaked picture you're showing? It says penguin. Oh, first just, look. He just looks like Colin Farrell. Oh, that's that's yeah. Uh, let me see. Different one. Find it. Yeah, it's he's got the most amazing eyebrows. <laughs> they remind me of Mr. Bergoram's Wonder Emporium. Okay. Yeah, his eyebrows were like. Yeah. They remind me of like like two fat. Oh, I found I found the picture. I think you were thinking of. This. Yeah. There we go. I found it. He's. Oh, okay. That looks a little more like me. <laughs> no. no, it doesn't. Wow. Okay. You dress nicer. Thanks. That is an interesting outfit. <laughs> Do you want to see? Here, this is him. Uh, oh. The Batman movie, though, I, I'm kind of. It's one of those things Sometimes. where I, I feel like I'm already sick of it. Oh, that looks like um, Thomas Howell. I don't know why that's the first thing came to my mind. <laughs> this is gonna haunt me. I think because he's always so skinny and lanky that it's. Oh, he's not skinny and lanky. Well, he's. He looks fit. I think. Well, yeah, well, yeah, maybe that's more a better. But like, he doesn't. He doesn't. He like he. I. But I. Yeah, he doesn't look like that all the time. No. But I. I like answer. that. I. I like that. Uh. I like that. It seems like he's. He's done it for real. Like they're not mm. just gonna like. Put on like a like a full like, fat suit. Yeah, or like CGI. Like I like that actor. Some actors still do stuff like that, like Walking Phoenix. I don't want to bring up Joker again, but he lost a ton of weight, right? Um, okay. No other news. Okay. Nope. Next. Uh, so, what we watched, is that okay now? I this is su- going a lot I quicker. I suppose. Ooh, I was going to ask, what should I do with my hair? Oh. I don't know what to do with Classic my hair. Classic Anderson. A spike I should dye it I should dye it black. Oh. Yeah, no. do it. No. I like you with white hair. Mm, I think you need to change it, though. I do, too. I don't like Go it. Go purple. Can you do, like, can you, like, uh, like just a shaved strip the down the middle? The mohawk? Yeah. Isn't that called like a faux hawk or something? Or is a that faux like, hawk is like when you have hair and then and like, just like make it and then get like your mm. and then get like Anderson tattooed in the middle part. <laughs> My own name. Yeah, <laughs> Anderson. <laughs> John Anderson. Yeah. I've never understood that tattoo. Actually, <laughs> people getting their own names tattooed. Um, I think I'm gonna go with a hard no. Yeah. Well, I mean, you should. I don't really get why you wouldn't do that, but okay. But I am fielding ideas. If you have any suggestions. 
I'm, I'm not. So you want to well, ch- you want to change it? And then dye your eyebrows like black too. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty dark already. They though. are. Or, are ju- they or just. Wait, but if you have like black hair, it'll look lighter. Or just do okay, your eyebrows. Okay, so, so you're saying not black. Not black. Okay. Stay white. You know what you could do? I don't do? know. You could do a color or go like. You do like a gray. Do like the tips, like a weird gray color. The tips. You know what you what could color do? The tips be purple. I think you should go pink, but you okay. don't like that idea. I do, matching. It's hard. I could. But you wear all black. Wash hair. Not all the time. You wear purple sometimes. You could do purple. Purple. And you know pink. what you could do? You could do. Purple would look cool with the white. You could do classic Anderson hairstyle, but just okay, keep what's the white. Classic. Like the spiky. The spiky. The spiky okay. But you could just keep the white. Like, keep the white hair. I kind of liked it when it was this, but it was, like, really short on the sides. Like yeah. The yeah. And, then, like and then, like, you spiked up the top. I didn't like that. No? No, not really. I think if it's going to be, like, spiky and messy, it's going to be, like, all of it. Like Albert Einstein. Mm. Can you grow your hair out and then, like, curl it every day? And then have, like, Albert Einstein. Oh, my gosh, like, slick it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grow it out really long. Can we <laughs> it's just, like... like can you show us, like, some different hairstyles that you can do with your hair right now? Like, run your fingers through it and I can't really show do, us. I can't do a lot with her. No? <laughs> no. It's, it's, too, it's too long. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I think that's good. Yeah? Perfect. Okay. So just do this. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, Easy to upkeep. Our, our listeners at home uh, <laughs> yeah. see what's going on. Yeah, we're <laughs> just laughing. How red is that right now? Okay. Um, I think you should dare dye your hair with like a phosphorescent dye, so then it glows in the dark. Yes. So like, and then teach all your classes in the dark. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so you're just glowing. That is an Anderson. So you're just like, yeah. yeah. Some strobe lights. You should have like. Um, How much would your wife hate you? If my hair glowed in the dark. <laughs> Does your hair glow in like a black light right now? Like, that's a good question. I don't know. If you go to a bowling alley, <laughs> you just light up. I haven't had an out-of-body experience <laughs> okay. at disco bowling. Do you want to go bowling with me sometime? <laughs> that's a weird request, Kieran. We can go with other students I'm going to English. publicly say that's a hard no. Okay. We will not be right. bowling together. I went bowling with my friends a little bit ago. and We're not friends. No. <laughs> We didn't go bowling. <laughs> um, and is that um, your definition of friend? Yeah. When you try bowling. to categorize, oh, so have I bowled with this person? Then they're a friend. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, we went bowling, and then after that, I decided to walk to Boston Pizza for no reason at all, and I made a haiku about known as meatballs, which is an appetizer that you can order from Boston Pizza. Can we hear the haiku? Um, can you do it like right into the microphone? <laughs> but like whisper it. But like yeah, whisper. whisper. My palate strongly recalls Boston pizza food, the taste of Nona's meatballs. <laughs> I got chills. <laughs> it's like I could taste them. Yeah, I in know. my mouth. Your palate strongly recalls. I like that. You've got skills, sir. Thank you. Uh, what we watched. Okay. okay. Do you want to go first? I can. Uh, should I just go through Yes. a slew? Okay. Uh, over the Christmas holidays, uh, I watched Jumanji 2 Same. or 3. Me too. Yeah. Two Manji. It's fine. Three Manji. From Angio. From Manji. I got that uh, The Rock is not a good actor. I don't, that might be a surprise. I mean, he's pretty not great. His accent was really bad. When he's trying to be Danny DeVito. 
Yeah. I like Danny DeVito. I would like more Danny DeVito in my life. Your hair is I like You know that new part, that recent part of the Caribbean movie, the the Spanish guy and his hair always kind of looks like it's underwater. That's what mm-hmm. your hair looks like. Okay. Your hair looks like it's floating off your head because like it's it's thin and so like you see your scalp and then you just kind of see like the hair and it's kind of like it's, it's floating and I think it's really cool. Maybe I will just shave my head. <laughs> oh, can you do like shave like just like the hair the on the middle top? and get it? <laughs> no, no hair on the top. So you have like the hair around the on the back of the head and on the sides. Oh, so like I, I, I would shave like male pattern bald. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Then I could grow it out in the back. <laughs> This is like Hunter. <laughs> it's not even that funny. Alright. So, Jumanji. It was fine. What'd you guys think? I thought it was alright. Aquafina trying to be Danny DeVito was better. She was really yeah. good. Um. I don't know. It was funny. It it didn't feel like it was really retreading too too much. I thought they came up with a, a neat way of giving some new life to the characters by having them swap bodies. Yeah, thought that was cool. Um, yeah, I still think Jack Black being a seventeen-year-old uh, girl is the best thing ever. <laughs> I I liked him. I liked that Jack Black, and I don't like a lot of Jack Blacks. Mm. He can do serious stuff. Right? He can. Yeah. He's in a. I think he's in a movie with. Don't worry, he won't get far on foot with Walking Phoenix. Mm-hmm. That one about the illus, like the cartoonist mm-hmm. guy, right? I want to see that because, like, it looks like a good movie, and Jack Black looks like he, like, turns in a good performance on that. I think he probably, like, can draw on some some interesting things, and there's something kind of neat about <laughs> seeing a, a comedic actor do something dramatic. I just when when he's playing Jack Black, I find he's He's dialed up too much for me. Kind of like Jim Carrey. Like I, I could never really watch a Jim Carrey movie because he just he seemed so unrealistic. He's a cartoon. And Jack Black's kind of like that too. Uh, I also watched uh, a documentary called My Scientology Movie. That Is was... it yours? Did no, you not mine. The, did, you didn't it was his. his sign, it was Louis' Scientology movie. Uh... It's weird watching a movie, a documentary about Scientology because they're so uh, closed off and so tight about their their practices. So it, it's like it was kind of like they just struggled to have any sort of content at all. And uh, they interview some people that have left Scientology, and there's some interesting stuff where they go into Scientology property and, and they're asked to leave. And they do this thing where they try to cast different people in the Scientology community so they can have recreations. But it doesn't really focus on anything, and then it just sort of stops. <clears throat> with no real conclusion. So it wasn't. Uh oh. They got another, got another yeah. laughing fit. <laughs> What's going on, Bev? <laughs> <laughs> Is this more about my levitating hair? No. Are you okay? 
smells like tea, and we thought that was funny. Wait, what? It smells like Tim? Tea. Oh. She's like, it smells like tea. And then we start laughing. Your tea smells like tea. Yeah. Oh, that's new. That that was funny. All right. (laughs) Anyways. Um, I watched John Wick 3. Uh, where I feel like I'm having them all like sort of like run together in my head. Uh, the action sequences are okay. It's more ridiculous than the other ones. And um, Keanu Reeves, he seemed old all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, do you want to tell me he's like walking up a sand yeah. dune or something? Yeah, at one and he, point? It, he just looked awkward. Like like his body was too big, and he didn't have like the coordination to really move it gracefully. But the action's fun and interesting and innovative, and it looks really slick. Um, I still find it a really weird franchise, and I'm not sure why it's as popular as it is. Um, And I also watched The Irishman, uh, Martin Scorsese's incredibly long mob movie, and the more I think about it, the more I love it. No spoils, please. (laughs) Okay. It's, have you? Have I watched Mm -hmm. it? I started, and then I couldn't get through it. How many hours? Like... 45 minutes. Okay. Didn't like it? That was a long 45 minutes. It's slow. It's very deliberately paced. It feels like there really isn't a plot. It's a slow burn. Will it get better? I really liked it, but I liked it in almost the opposite way of really loving uh, Goodfellas, where Goodfellas is like... It just starts and it's go. It goes and it has this momentum and it's like watching a music video because everything is done to, to some sort of pop or rock song and it's it's funny and the violence is shocking and it just sort of propels itself uh where this is very slow and plotting but to look at kind of like the the other side of like a mob movie where like there are these old guys that are reflecting on their life it, it felt really effective to me but i can completely understand how yeah you would lose interest and i i i don't mind a a slow what do you say? Whoop whoop. Whoop. Yeah, whoop whoop. Uh, I don't mind a slow whoop whoop um, boring movie. So. And Scorsese used like CGI de aging effects on this, which is interesting because he's going on record to say that he thinks, like, what was it? Marvel movies aren't cinema. They're yeah, like they're theme a theme parks park or something. Ride. Yeah, so it's. Well, this is like if, if, you're, if you wanted your theme park to be like elderly <laughs> men uh, playing bocce ball and reminiscing about, like, the good old days, then... They, they, I, I do get the, the hypocritical um, sentiment of, of his statement that, like, he's, he's picking apart Marvel movies and then he goes and he makes this, like, CGI-laden film. Um, but it, it is very different. And it, it's, like, he's making a three-and-a-half-hour-long movie where, like, there, there's no thrills, really. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just the the that he used CGI and it like seems kind of off. Yeah, it seems like something he wouldn't normally do. But it was also, but I I get his point because it's CGI. They didn't have to do like the the ball thing on the like. There's no motion yeah, capture. Yeah. It's just, I think that was maybe what led to because some of it looks a little wonky. To when my you first knowledge. see it, it's it, I found it very distracting and it didn't look that great. But about I don't know, maybe after an hour or less, I wasn't noticing it anymore. And I don't, I don't know if it's just because it was shocking or if it's better in some parts. I don't know if it has to do with 
um, exterior shots versus interior shots and lighting and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But don't they like the age? So they're like like Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro now. And then they like de-age them to be a little to be like younger, but they're still like old. And yeah. then they like de-age them to be like young men. Mm-hmm. Right? And then and then they age them as well. Yeah, uh, Pesci's phenomenal. I think the performances across the board are, are really good. Um, and the de-aging, the reason that he did it, and apparently he, he's wanted to do this movie for a long time, but he didn't want to have like young actors and old actors, and he didn't want to have to do makeup because he thought that, that would take away from it. And it would take away from the performance of the actors, same as like motion capture. And so, when the technology came on, where you could just film somebody and then just like all the CG is applied after the fact, he's like, "Now's the time. Now is the time that I can make this movie yeah. because you're getting De Niro's performance, and then it's just magically making him look younger." Yeah. I liked it. I don't. I don't know if you should go back and finish it. I don't want to tell you that you need to give up. Two yeah. hours no, it's of like, your life. So, yeah, I think it's like <laughs> three, three and a half. Hours. I think it's like three and a half. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I did really like it. How long is the Irishman? I've been watching it. In Which one? Well. So. Okay. Uh, some people released uh, like month. a guide to how to watch the it, Irish like man. a TV show. Sorry. Like in parts, so it's like watch like this number of minutes yeah. and, and stop here and. Three twenty nine. So if you got forty five minutes in, you're looking at like. <laughs> Two hours and 15 minutes, if my mathematics is correct. Which it's not, probably. No, it was good? I don't know. Uh, I liked it uh, a lot. And I, I watched it with a friend of the show, Dan, uh, and he could not stand it. Oh, yes, Dan. Daniel? Yeah, oh, we haven't Dan. talked about Daniel in, like, forever. Uh, and I also watched uh, a little movie called Joker. What do you think? I, I want to I know because it was like came out months ago, and I said there was something very particular that was going to make you mad. Uh, okay. Uh, and I, how, I think... how many people have seen Joker? Okay. Does anybody care if we talk? No. Nope. About it? No? Okay. Um, okay, so uh, I thought Joker was fine. Uh, I understand why people are gravitating towards it and are liking it, but I feel like there are way better character portrait films out there that are more focused and more moving. Um, And I think there are better movies out there about mental illness as well. I felt like the... Like they took a movie about somebody having a breakdown... And then they Slap skinned Joker it, on it in in DC. Exactly. I don't think it. If I think, I think they could have done it without Joker. It could have just been a movie, and it maybe it would have been less successful. But I think it it could have been like one of those hidden gem movies. Well, then it would have been exactly like all the other movies that it's attempting to be. It's going to be like a like a. Like a, a probably a subpar retelling of Taxi Driver or yeah. uh, King of Comedy, or even like maybe on par with something like Falling Down. Um, but I think what makes it stand out is the Joker thing. But then any time that it kind of like steers into the Joker DC universe, it felt weird. I forgot that it was like Joker until he like met Bruce Wayne, and I was like, oh. Because it didn't feel Yeah, he meets, like, yeah. Kid Wayne. Yeah. Kid yeah. Wayne. <laughs> and, Sounds like a rapper. And when they, <laughs> when they did that stuff, 
um, and even like some like the the face painting things, um, and him dyeing his hair and and stuff. Like it felt really like almost shoehorned in. Like it, I don't know, and and especially towards the end, um, the Joker kind of causing the death of Bruce Wayne's parents. Oh, yeah. Kind of bugged me, yeah. and then was the, that the thing that made you mad? No, no, no. Oh, that that, that, that just sort of like I was like, like I don't need to see Batman's parents die again. And the pearls. And the pearls. The damn pearls. <laughs> um, and it, it, that felt like a studio note. Like it's like we need to have these things. That was one thing. Yeah, it really stuck out. Um, the rioting at the end, and I and, and they need to turn them into like I guess some sort of nefarious figure but I felt the movie did a really bad job of showing the escalation of that subculture where it's it's like they're protesters and then all of a sudden they're they're, they're rioters and, and I don't feel like they, they really showed that sort of escalation of social unrest which brings me to another thing that I think the movie doesn't do well is it, it, it has a bunch of balls in the air but it's not juggling them terribly well it feels scattered, but at the same time, it feels like it doesn't do much. Like it's it's doing too much, but it's not doing a lot. So I feel like I ranted. No, I really liked it when I first saw it. But then, like the more I thought about it, like the worse it kind of got in my mind. But I don't know. I felt really like emotionless through the whole thing. Okay. That's weird. Yeah, I know. I like everybody was like, "Oh, it's so sad." Like he has like that card with like the mental illness thing on it. And then the only part that I was like. That's great. It's when you like stab the guy in the eye. Okay. <laughs> I laughed really, really hard. <laughs> but like, other than that, I didn't really. It was feel it anything. No. Didn't make you feel uncomfortable. No. No. I found the performance like unsettling, but not to the point where I was like. Ooh. It was a hard watch from like the the violence is pretty shocking. I found. It's I shocking and it's and it's and it's not even and it's but and like the stuff. It's not even like. I think it's just the way it happens is what makes it so... Mm-hmm. I think that's why I laughed, because I didn't know how to like control my emotions, yeah, so it just well, came out. <laughs> well, when you feel uncomfortable, there's only so many ways yeah. that you can really cope with it. Um, as a character, it, like he's not very likable, so you, I don't think that you feel a lot of catharsis for that character. Like I feel like he's a little unapproachable, mm-hmm. to a degree. Um, he's definitely... like He's not somebody that you want to have as a friend. Yeah. Like, even from the beginning, like, he's, he's not likable, I think. Like, you feel bad for him. How'd you feel about the laugh? Well, he's got two, right? And he's got, like, the, the choking laugh. Yeah. I kind of yeah. like the high-pitched one. I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. I know people that, that laugh like that. I, I, I liked the uncontrollable laugh um, as kind of, like, a impetus for, like, where that character comes yeah. from. Um even maybe if you took out like him like being a clown and like in like the like it's just the laugh he's got this nervous yeah it shows the development of like his insanity though where it was like before he was like holding back the laughing and like choking and then like to the point where he was just letting it out and mm-hmm. going for it uh, I didn't think it was that bad I didn't think it was bad I, I, I was really surprised at how I felt like it was kind of middle of the road like I, I, I thought it looked nice I thought the the sound design and the score was good. I thought Joaquin Phoenix's performance and De Niro's performance were were pretty solid. But I just I don't know. Like none of it really 
resounded with me. Um, part that I thought was horrible, the worst part of the film, and I felt I felt manipulated, but unnecessarily so. I think I might know what you're talking about, but say it, and then I'll tell you. Um, when we find out his girlfriend doesn't exist. Oh. Oh. Okay, I was thinking about the adoption thing, but okay. Well, yeah, that, that seemed comic booky as well. Yeah. Um, and like, and when he finds the file and everything that happened to him, that that feels a little a little heavy handed too. But um, so like in, in the movie, uh, there's a girl that lives down the hall from him, and uh, he kind of sees her in the elevator, and they, they don't really talk and stuff um, much. And then after he murders, oh, she goes to a comedy club with him laughs at his jokes yeah and then after he kills his first i guess you'd call them victims or assailants um he he goes to her room and i think you're supposed to imagine that they do um sexy times um and and then later on in the movie um he goes to visit her and then she comes in and she's like why are you in here are, are you the guy that lives down the hall and then you're like oh so they don't have a relationship. All we're seeing is is not real stuff. And then we have to go to this flashback sequence where we see all these parts where she was supposed to be there, but she's not there anymore. I just felt like that was yeah. completely like they didn't need to underline that. Well, I, I saw like a, a conspiracy where it was like that was connected to like him going into the fridge. So like once he got into the fridge, like that's where like the movie takes like a turn. Do you know what I'm talking okay. about? Yeah. Yeah. I don't okay. know. I feel like that's a far fetched conspiracy, but. Maybe. Could I just, it, I, I got that, like, he's delusional. Yeah. We see him being delusional when he's watching television and he, like, he thinks himself into the, the, the shows. And so, like, having her come in, it's like, who are you and why are you in my apartment? I didn't need to get, like, this, this flashback stuff. And it felt, I don't know, it felt really dated. Unnecessarily. So, this, I, yeah, I don't know. Joaquin Phoenix was really good, and I wanted to like it more than I did. Um, I thought it was neat having Bruce Wayne's dad as a jerk. Yeah. Because normally he's... He's like, like the... Idolic... The white knight. Trized. I don't know, that's not a word. He's turned into an idol in, in most comic book tones, and here he's kind of a jerk. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it could have... I think it should have ended... You know when he like looks in when he after he shoots the uh, whatever his name Robert De Niro mm-hmm. and he's like that's and he goes to say like that's life but then it gets cut off mm-hmm. and then it like starts panning out from all those monitors yeah I was like oh that's perfect that would be a perfect place to end it and then it just kept going I don't even mm-hmm. remember how it ends is he in the hospital and he's like skipping down the hallway yeah well after that he's in a car a cop car and he's yeah. in the back and then the car hits it and then they, <laughs> like they rescue him from oh the, he like goes on like the thing yeah um, yeah so the the, um, yeah. the rioters pull him out of the cop car and they, they lay him on the hood of a I think a police vehicle yeah and then there's riding around him and then he kind of gets up and it's, it's like it's like they're celebrating him kind of and he dances yeah. a little bit but then yeah he's in <laughs> he dances the, for like the hundredth time I didn't mind the dancing. I, I like yeah, dancing. no, I... I thought they could have explained... Maybe not explained it, but explored it a little bit more. I didn't get the Tai Chi. Tai Chi? Yeah, there's there's a scene where he's doing Tai Chi in a bathroom. It's pretty oh, early Oh, like the bathroom dancing? Yeah, is but that... it's definitely... Like, it's not dancing. Like, he's definitely doing Tai Chi. Like, he, like, runs... He's like, oh, and then, like... 
I felt yeah. like it was two different vibes from him like running down the street and then him like but it was definitely like he was like definitely like like it was it was like he was harnessing his chi but like um, the the song like on the like the thing it's called like bathroom dance yeah <laughs> bathroom dance uh and uh and then yeah he's in the mental institution and he talks to a therapist and then he walks out and there's Footprints. I didn't get. That I like that conclusion. I didn't actually. get. I didn't get that at first. I was like, I was like, why? Why is he? I was just like, I think at that point I was just like, what? Why? Or I, I, I didn't get that. That was blood. I was like, yeah. No, I was like, what? She just had really bad diarrhea. <laughs> red, 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 ran, ran down his leg. <laughs> but, but didn't get all over. Didn't get any on his white uh, scrubs. Just, just on the bottom of his shoes. Yeah. Well, it comes down the pants, right? Okay. Like the inside of the pants, <laughs> and then uh, it drips out like around the the pant leg bottom in the shoe. The All right. Anyways, the therapist had a bowl of chili and accidentally knocked it on the ground. Should he have been funnier? Should he have been funnier? Yeah. I feel like it's not. It's. I feel like it's more like Arthur Fleck than it is Joker, and so when he becomes Joker, that's when he would be funny. Okay. But when he was Joker, he was like insane. So I don't know. What I did, didn't miss it. What did you think of the uh, one thing that really distracted me? You know, Happy Gilmore. Mm. You know how uh, uh, in Joker, his mom's always calling him Happy, mm-hmm. and then when he's doing the that iconic stare dance thing, it plays that it plays a a song that from Happy Gilmore that I know from Happy Gilmore and I don't think I know from anywhere else and it just it, it kind of took me like I liked that scene but it was just kind of in the back of my head I was like surely this wasn't like <laughs> surely this can't be a coincidence that was like the Gary Glitter song right? yeah I don't know I, I think it's in like a montage like yeah. that, 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 well, you know the song mm-hmm. I don't need to <laughs> Into the mic. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that 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 seems like totally on par with what's the director's name again? Todd Phillips. Yeah, that seems like I don't know a Todd Phillips kind of thing. I also, it seemed fairly well directed. I think um, I really like the cinematography. Yeah, it's really nice. Uh, and the lighting is really good. Um, I hated his notebook too. Notebook. Yeah, that he writes all of his, his jokes down in and his observations oh, yeah, and stuff. Like, it, it just seemed a little too contrived. overt. Yeah. A little too, like, designed. Like a Tim Burton tree in a movie or something. <laughs> or, or a David Lynch tree with no pot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, so you really liked it at first and then, like, the more you... Yeah, the more I kind of, like, thought about it, I was like, oh. I, it was I, average. I want to really like it. Mm-hmm. It's just a hard movie to watch. I feel like that's what's like making me think it's like great because I wanted it to be so good. Yeah, I was like so amped for it. Like, yeah. like, like the first time I saw the trailer, like la- all the way last year, um, we watched it on the podcast, and I wasn't crazy about it. And then like I watched it a couple more times later, and was like, "Oh, this is great! I love this!" And then I was just like, "I'm so excited." Yeah. And then I got there. It was just, I think it's a good movie. It's just, it's just hard to watch. Well, then that works. For I think it. that's yeah. I think that's, that's probably trying to do. But it. like, it's just like not like. I don't know. 
Uh, I, I liked Gotham. It sort of felt like Gotham more than in the Christopher Nolan movies, where it was just like Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's me. That's what I watched. Fun. Yep. All right. Um, so I watched The Witcher. Um, I watched that. I did not like it. I loved it. Okay. I was a little confused at first about the whole forwards and backwards thing. You know, I was at Rachel's for watching most of it. I went to Rachel's and then we just laid on her couch and watched The Witcher for the entire time okay. I was there. Did you watch the whole thing in one sitting? We watched almost the whole thing in one sitting. <laughs> almost. There's like eight episodes and they're all an hour long and I spent like six hours there. It was pretty wonderful. Dogs. I could lay there. I ate her food. You know what more do what more do I want? You know, and uh, and then uh, after Christmas, I convinced my mom to do the free trial for Amazon Prime. Uh-huh. So, because uh, she had to work late on New Year's Eve, and then I'd be all alone. And oh. So I watched over the Christmas break um, the first six seasons of The Vampire Diaries, and like <laughs> the first. Sorry, give us give us and the like, timeline again. Okay, over the Christmas break, but actually after Christmas, to about I don't know second, I uh, I managed to watch six seasons of The Vampire Diaries. So how many episodes in a season? Twenty-two. Times six. Twenty-two times six. Yeah. It's over hundred. Yeah, okay. they're they're all about forty-two minutes. Okay. Yep, yep. Okay, so just, just some math. Some math. Okay, so so maybe the third. Six times twenty-two. Times forty-five. Forty-two. Forty-two. Five thousand five hundred forty-four minutes. Minutes divided by. Where's the six? Sixty equals. That's like 92 hours. Oh, if we divide God. that by 24, we'll get the days. That's only like... It's four days. That's four days <laughs> of non-stop watching. <laughs> and how do you feel? Oh, do you hate yourself a bit? <laughs> oh, I hate myself Is so this... much. That's like dangerously close to the amount of time I've spent on Final Fantasy 15. I hate myself so much. This is... Is this... Was this more... Than How to Train Your Dragon, like what do you collective mean? hours. Collective hours of How to Train Your Dragon is definitely Compared. more than that. Oh wow! Okay. I, oh, yeah, you watched I, it like I, I twenty watched... times or something, right? Yeah, what I've about seen it a lot. Anyway. Collectively, hours enjoyed. I enjoy all six <laughs> seasons. Uh, I know it took me like two days, two days to watch The Witcher, and then yeah, and then it took me like four days. She took me a little longer. I had to sleep in there a little bit. My mom gets mad at me. Just a bit. If I don't sleep, apparently I'm grumpy. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, what else did I watch? That was Christmas break. What did I watch after Christmas break? Isn't that enough? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I watched something else after Christmas break. And I wanted to say, talk about it. On Prime? Uh, No. I think I watched it on the internet. I don't remember. I'll think of it eventually. Anyway, um, I also watched My Mother and I Have Started Treadstone because she loves Jason Bourne, and it's the Jason Bourne universe thing, and it's actually kind of interesting. Okay. Yeah. 
And then, um, what am I watching right now? I started watching something. Welcome back. Yeah, okay. Go, Thomas. See, he writes things down on the scroll. (laughs) It's been going since last year. Um, Okay, so, since we haven't done a podcast since, like, mid-November, there's some kind of of the of the time movies on here. Um, I have uh, actually kind of only one. I watched uh, a very Harold and Kumar like 3D Christmas or it's something called like that called. Um, it's pretty good. I've seen it before. I think we watched it last year. That's kind of the only Christmas movie we watched this year, surprisingly. Um, I watched The Thing. Uh, 1982 with my dad. Is that, that was the good. Walking STD one? No, that's nope. It Follows. That's It Follows. The Thing. The Thing. The thing with the Kurt Russell, he's got a great beard. Great beard and mane. Is that a thing that I, was and, supposed to, that I watched uh, from a movie club that didn't actually tell me what the monster was? I don't know. They're they're um, in an Arctic uh, research Oh, Oh, with facility. the weird monster dogs. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that was a weird movie. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> Um, I think it's the practical effects are really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kurt Russell. And Kurt Russell. Finest beard and mane in cinema. We've got to talk about it on the podcast as much as we can. It's okay. kind of a point I feel like we've made with this podcast because we talk about that a lot. I would talk about Kurt Russell all the time. Um, I watched uh, Tropic Thunder. Uh, also with my dad. It was a funny movie. Uh, that's about it for, for that movie, I guess. Um, I watched The Lighthouse. Um, I think it's pretty good. Uh, I was going to see it with Hunter, um, but then he couldn't. I think he, I think he had like work or something, uh, so I ended up seeing it with my dad. When were you going to go see it with Hunter? Um, I just said I was going to. Oh, you were going to. I know, yeah. but like when? Uh, it, it was so it was it was it was one of those like a twenty four, not in, not in, like all the theaters mm. uh, type one like limited release. So I ended up seeing it at the. Um, drive-in. Not the yeah. drive-in. Uh, the Performing Arts Center. Yeah, it was because it was showing there for a few days. I think we saw it on like the final night it was showing. That's cool. Um, it's a good, uh, you know, isolation flick. Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe are both really good in it. Um, uh, I guess I don't really want to spoil it, even though I mean, you might read my report and there might be a couple little spoilers in there. Nothing huge. I tried not to get crazy spoilery, but there's Thank a couple you. things. I appreciate that. Um, I watched Star Trek, the original Star Trek show with my dad. Watched a lot of stuff with my dad. <laughs> um, uh, I think it's really good. Uh, I finished the American Office TV show. It's pretty good. I think I think the the penultimate episode was better than the final episode because like it was I felt like it felt more emotional like I there was tears there was a there was a tear down the face um it made me very happy um 
and the and the the last episode was pretty good too. But there was a, some odd decisions they made with characters. Like they fire two characters from like the thing after like all these years. It seemed a little kind of a weird thing to do. Um, where did you go, Bernadette? Have you has anybody no. heard of that movie? No. no. So it's like a, it's about like a, like a, oh. it's about like a mom who kind of like runs away from. Uh, I just found that Little Women is still playing. Where? It's in the falls. In the falls. Cineplex Odeon. When? You can go watch Which it tonight day? at seven. For now. Let me text my mother. Shut four hours early. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can go watch 1917 again. No thanks. Oh. <laughs> um. Where'd you go, Bernadette? It's an alright movie. It's got, um... What's that guy from Almost um, Famous? The I Am a Golden God guy. Billy... What's his name? You know the guy who was standing on the roof in Almost uh, Famous and he's like, and he said, I am a golden god, and then he jumped in the pool, that guy. Jason Lee? No, no, he's... It was Bill. It's Billy something. Truduk or something. It's maybe. Billy Truduk. Uh-huh. Is it Truduk? Billy Crudup. Crudup. That's it. If you Google "I am a golden god," do <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to watch the video? <laughs> can we play it on the podcast, <laughs> or <laughs> we get like copyright claimed? Oh, looks like we can't Apparently, watch it Apparently, <laughs> when you're connected to the school Wi-Fi, you can't watch it. All right. Um, Schools. Gotta love them. Um, I watched the movie Stuber. Um, it's about, like, a kind of like a, like a cop who, like, takes an Uber driver, I mean, like, to, like, <laughs> like, cap, like, try and hunt down this guy who killed his partner. Um, it's all right. It's pretty funny. Um... It has a little bit of emotional weight to it at the end, which is kind of nice to see in a comedy Does like the this. Uber driver end up being the person who killed his partner? No. That'd, oh. be, that'd be a good twist. <laughs> Never mind. He, he knows who who killed... Uh, uh, who killed... Um, who killed his partner. His son? Uh, no. No. <laughs> um, Dave Bautista is the cop, actually. Okay. I think he's uh, at at the end, like when he's like uh, I'm not gonna explain the whole thing, but I think he's a he can be a pretty good actor sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he's okay. He's more understated than a lot of those like, professional wrestling actors. Yeah. Um, I watched the first Jumanji on a plane ride home from Vancouver. The one with Robin Williams, or no, the the, like, the new one, the okay. Rock one. <laughs> first. Yeah, I, <laughs> the first new one. Yeah. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, there was some funny moments in it. And then I also watched uh, Jumanji Two, the next level. Uh, I thought that one was also pretty funny. I went to I went to that with uh, my older brother. Um, so that was lots of fun. Some repetition, but. 
you know, and they uh, they set up a sequel, like another one, at the end, which is you know kind of expected. Um, what else? Uh, scary stories to tell in the dark. I finally saw the full thing. A lot of this stuff is old though, so that was like a couple months ago that I saw that. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I really like the like creature design. Um, and then the last movie I watched, the most recent movie I watched was, uh, oh, actually, no, there's actually a couple more things I watched. So I watched Band of Robbers. This is like a modern day retelling of Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I watched the first episode of, let's see if I can get away with this, Schitt's Creek. Um, That's how you pronounce it. Yeah. It's, it's funny to it's funny it's funny to say that on the podcast after all these years of it's a that's rock. like that's it's the only rule that that we've remembered. No, no, uh, the other ones we're not supposed to talk about. <laughs> right, over right, each that's other. right. <laughs> um, and I've also started watching uh, with my family uh, Kim's Convenience, which I think is really funny. And that's all I've watched. And I took a really long time to do that. I'm sorry if I bored people. <laughs> Everybody was, like, really quiet throughout the entire thing. We were... We, we enthralled were, we in were the We were hooked on the every magic. word, Thomas. Um, I haven't really watched anything new. I've been re-watching old stuff. It's like Guardians of the Galaxy, Inception. I watched once. Okay. And? Um, it was good. But also kind of bad. I don't know. I, th- I thought it was boring. I like the music, but if I like the music, I could have just listened to the music. Didn't like the story? No. Didn't grab you? No. Was there too much live time music playing? Like you're just watching people play music? Yeah. I liked like the, the intro when he's like on the street mm-hmm. and the guy like steals his money. I like that. I don't know. I wouldn't watch it again. You only watched it just once. <laughs> <laughs> Laughter. Yeah. It is weird in a movie to have that, that that's not like a, a music documentary yeah. that you're watching somebody start a song and finish the song. So like three to four minutes of time is taken up yeah. by just watching somebody play music. Inside Lou and Davis is like that. Yeah, and I love it. Inside Lou and Davis is uh, it, it's a better Lou Allen. <laughs> 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 still do that. Yeah. Uh, it's a better movie than than once. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? What's that? Inside Lewin Davis? Nope. Okay. Can I give you homework? Yeah. Okay. What's the uh, the song the once the song from once I know from Last Man on Earth? The Falling Slowly, I think it's oh, called. Oh, that's a good one. Do you do you remember? No. Oh. We were just talking about it a couple days I'm ago and you said yeah. Sure. So now I know you I were know. you were just you were just I was you were in it for the long con. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Yep. Um, oh wait, you mean that song? Yeah, that one. <laughs> that one. That's the uh, one I was talking about. Uh, you know what? It's it slipped my memory. What's it called again? Uh, uh, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> okay. It's an interesting name. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyways, um, I hijacked that. I'm sorry. <laughs> After we paid so much respect to you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I watched the first episode of You. Because, like, How that new is season that? Came. It was not what I expected. 
I knew it was like a stalker story, but it was like an intense stalker story. Mm. Um, I don't know. I'll keep watching it, but it wasn't great. I also don't like te- like I almost said television TV, <laughs> so I don't know. It was okay. Okay. Like I'll keep watching it. Other than that, watch the Grand Budapest Hotel. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> what do you think of it, Anderson? I think it's okay. It's cute. It's funny. It looks great. Mm-hmm. It's filmed really well. Um, it's, I don't know. Do you have a thing for Wes, Wes Anderson, Anderson, but like you that, don't like him? No, I do like him. I just, I would like him to try to do something else. It's, I don't know. I, I used to feel kind of this way about Tim Burton. I now don't like anything that Tim Burton's done in like the last uh, 20 years. But I, I used to feel like he's an interesting filmmaker, but he's just playing safe. He's playing, like, he's doing the same movies over and over and over again. Like Corpse uh, Bride. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, and it looked like he, he he should have progressed. He should have done increasingly challenging, increasingly emotional films. And I feel like Wes Anderson, like, it's just like he's spinning his wheels. Like, yeah. He's telling similar stories in similar ways over and over and over again. And, and I love the aesthetic, and, and I think that they're funny and, and uncomfortable and weird but when I think back to some of his earlier stuff where he was finding his voice yeah like, they're a little more interesting Rushmore was kind of the Rushmore is is there um and Royal Tenenbaums I, I really like it but then like he's just Royal sort Tenenbaum. of yeah like it, it's like he figured out what he wants he's it's like a it's like a lot of bands are like mm-hmm. this where you listen to the first few albums and you're like like they're finding their their noise but then once they find that, they just make that same noise over and yeah. over and over again. And even if I like that kind of music, I, I would I would prefer them to try new things. Mm-hmm. And I don't I feel know. Like I like his style. So. Me too. I don't. I don't know. I'm not going going to avoid. Yeah. His movies. I I, I really liked. Um, oh. What's the summer one? Um, Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah. Like the summer camp. Um, I really like Moonrise Kingdom. That felt a little different. Yeah. Because instead of like focusing on adults that act like children, it's focusing on children that act like adults. I guess. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. It. I like his movies, and I'll watch them. But I I would like to see him stretch himself. Mm-hmm. That's all for me. Okay. <laughs> Um, well, since our last podcast, I have watched Grease twice, To All the Boys I've Loved Before four times. <laughs> um, I started the second season of Sex Education, the fourth se- third or fourth season of Big Mouth. Um, I started watching You, then kind of lost it. The fourth season of Riverdale is something else. Is that the most uh, recent? When are episodes coming back? I don't know. Is Riverdale? Is, it, is that a Netflix original? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never seen a single episode, but I hear like the writing's horrible. It's weird. I tried to it watch it just because I was go, interested. But it's, yeah. like, it's so bad that you can't stop watching it. I like, feel that. I just don't like TV, yeah. so I wouldn't watch it. But it's like the wheels have fallen off, right? Like it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, like it's. I don't know if I'm the only one who thinks this is weird, but like Betty and Jughead are dating, and their parents are also dating. 
That's like weird. Technically, they're not siblings, so it's not incest. But then but they like, have like I they both have a half brother. brother who's the same thing. Like yeah, they're and half- they share a half brother. <laughs> that's TV. It's yeah. weird. I would think that's really weird. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. So okay okay yeah that's pretty much it could you explain your repeated watchings of 12 boys of the yeah. before <sighs> so like, <laughs> i think that's amazing um <laughs> december was a very emotional time for me and also the last time i watched it I think it was like over the week, so like I cried a lot. I saw me crying on my story, and then they stopped talking to me. <laughs> oh no, I didn't know about this. Okay, so remember in the group chat when I asked someone to make me a breakup playlist? Oh. Uh, <laughs> totally disregarded that, by the way. <laughs> well, anyways, I made my own, so it's okay. Um, uh, but then I watched the movie anyways because I was sad. And they saw my story, and they were like, I'm going to go to bed now. (laughs) So, yeah. I don't understand modern communication (laughs) and relationships. Neither do I. Okay. (laughs) I'm not good at it. That's all. Okay. (laughs) The thing I do in group chats is terrorize people by saying absurd things. I can see you doing that. You see, I don't read the group chat, and then I'll say whatever I want, and then... People just like ignore me because they have their own conversation going on. I'm not in any group chats. I think we made one for Game Pigeon, Rachel, somebody else, and I, so we could play Crazy Eights because you need three people for Crazy Eights on Game Pigeon, which kind of annoys me. But then we made a group chat, and I just like kind of stole that. And yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah. Kieran, what did you watch? Me. Uh, I didn't watch much. Watch much ever. Um, <laughs> I did watch the. Um, uh, the Da Vinci Code trilogy. Um, I like those. I also realized how much it was basically um, treasure, um, national treasure, but taken seriously. Um, <laughs> uh, we were gonna watch Lost in Space with my family, but then when they started, they started on episode seven because apparently everyone else had watched ahead. I was like, oh, okay fine then. Um, I'm going on my phone. <laughs> and um, I've made plans for Saturday to have a bunch of people over to watch this uh, movie that I have discovered called Velocipaster. Is that the one with the gunhead detective dude? No, that, that was a while ago. I did watch that and it was entertaining. We all were wondering where his eyes were because it was implied but was never told and I just wanted to know where his eyes were. Wait, where was it implied? It, it was like, he was wearing a blindfold, and then one of the characters said, that's not even where your eyes are. So it was like implied that he has eyes somewhere on his body, but I want to know where. And it was confusing. Like, they were taunting me. Where is Gunhead Man's eyes? Um, but this Velocipaster is about... Um, Supposedly, I haven't watched it yet, but it's supposedly about a pastor who could turn into a velociraptor who apparently goes to China and a hooker convinces him to fight crime against ninjas. You find the most interesting things. That sounds so interesting to me, and I'm going to watch it with a couple friends, and we're going to 
jump right into it. Um, I've been playing a lot of video games, though, as normal. Um, uh, I started replaying Final Fantasy XV for, like, the seventh time, because I love that game. Um, I'm playing Pokemon for the first time ever. I've never played a Pokemon game until now. It's alright. I'm not really too much into the grindy bit. Um, uh, I got a couple new games. One's called Time Spinner. I don't really care for the story, but the gameplay is pretty fun. Um, and there's one called uh, Mother Gunship, which is an interesting kind of way, game where you can create your own guns that fire with 18 barrels and ricochet and shoot lava and knock you back across the room. That's a lot of fun, mm -hmm. especially when you get 21 jumps instead of just two, because um, you can do that as well. And then I've been also playing a lot of Slay the Spire recently because a new character came out. Um, she's called the Watcher, and she has this thing called Stances, which is really neat. I really like that game, and I really like this character that they just made, and I hope they continue to make more. Um, but yeah, that's all of the media that I've consumed, basically. Mm. Oh, and I've been playing Destiny 2 as well because I was free. I've watched a few movies, a bunch I forgot, because I have a terrible memory. High five. Yeah. Um, but the ones I could remember in the today, uh, I watched Rambo Last Blood. It was okay. It was kind of gory. Um, and then I saw the John Wick movies. All three? Yes. Which one's your favorite? I like the first or second one. Maybe more the first one. I don't know. There was a bit of a time gap between the first and second one and the third one. Mm. And, yeah. Because, like, there's a lot of action. And I also liked how, like, the, like, you're not really told what's going on you just kind of have to assume and like like they don't tell you who John Wick is they just everyone already knows John Wick and I like that aspect of it I also watched the three Mad, or three out of the four Mad Max movies um, what'd you think? they were good um, the first one I liked it I mainly liked the ending of it the second one was pretty good. Um, uh, and then the third one was... Oh, yeah, what'd you... <laughs> what was that? What'd you think? <laughs> Go into detail about the third one. I want to I hear just what was going through your mind when you were watching that. <laughs> well, uh, the... Uh, I thought it was okay, but, like... The Thunderdome was cool, but besides Master that, Blaster, Ma Master Blaster, <laughs> that was that was such an odd scene. It's like when he was when Master Blaster or Blaster mm -hmm. dies. Yeah, he's like it's kind of sad. Yeah. And he's like, doesn't he like kiss him or something? Yeah, oh, he, I don't remember if he kisses. Yeah, him. I think he like kisses him on like the head or something. Yeah. So not a romantic kiss. I don't. I don't no, think no. so. Okay, that'd be interesting. <laughs> 
They also make it how Master is supposed to be really smart, but like the way he talks doesn't sound smart. I think it's in relation to Blaster. Mm. He's an intellectual genius if you compare their intellects. Yeah. Well, what's the what's the thing he's always saying about like the like the place where they live? He's like the he's like the like the king or whatever, right? He's Barter like, Town. Barter Town, yeah, all that stuff about yeah. Because they use, um, they make energy there. Yeah. <laughs> out of pigs. Oh, I forgot the whole pig thing. <laughs> um, what do you think about the giant head they put on him? <laughs> when they put him I, out in the desert. I was just confused why they would put a giant head on I him. I know. <laughs> right. What was... It was called something. There was, they, there was like a big wheel or something, right, that they spun. Oh, it was... I think it's like the name of like a prison in like, in like somewhere, but it didn't relate to like what they did to him at all. I can't remember what the prison's called. Ah, that was a pointless rant. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it in Anderson's face. I, so I'm I just would gonna, like you I'm, I'm just going to point out one minute. that has a point when you make one. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> um, moving on. Uh, I watched the original Ocean's movie. It was, it was okay. It just seemed like they robbed the casinos really easily, <laughs> and they, it wasn't like they had whoop whoop high tech things. <laughs> this is the one with Frank Sinatra, right? Yeah. Okay. And like the highest tech they had was like paint you can see in the dark <laughs> and then they used it to get through the casino but besides that it was low tech have you seen the remake yes i like the remake oh. uh also i found that like the ending i, I, I don't really want to say it but i didn't really like the ending it was kind of it was just kind of seemed like a joke ending for a movie that was like about a big heist. Anything um, else? I'm just gonna like speed through these last ones. Okay. Uh, I watched Cannonball one, Cannonball Run, uh, one and two. Uh, I'd seen one before. I hadn't seen two. Mm -hmm. They're just funny. Saw uh, Ford versus Ferrari. Um, I like that movie. I like the race. That was a good one. Uh, well, what was the race called again? It was like the. I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop talking now before <laughs> this goes on a pointless rant. Um, and then I saw the newest Star Wars, uh, Jumanji one and two, and yesterday. What did you it. think of yesterday? I like yesterday. Okay. I I like the music. Yeah. What did you think of yesterday? I didn't see yesterday. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Are you planning on it? Um, I was, and then it went out of theaters, and then I just didn't think it was worth it to try and get to see it. Okay. I heard bad things about it, so. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a, I don't know, a cute premise. Yeah. 
know. I'm not a huge Beatles fan. Mm. I was for a while. Then I kind of stopped. Now you quit? You You're turned me on recovering? to a new type of music. The Frames? Sure. Okay. I don't know. I've been just listening to that. Skinny Puppy? Listen oh, to a lot of Skinny Puppy? Skinny every puppy. single night. Yeah? That's what I felt. It's good to too. sleep to. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Spasmodic. Mm -hmm. I like heavy metal and death metal. <laughs> Okay, uh, onto The Shining. Sure. Yes. Emily has this Dasani wrapper on her finger, <laughs> and all I can think of is Tony. Red rum, red rum, red rum. That's actually good. <laughs> I like that. That was, that was a good comparison. Yeah. I ran my fake finger up Beverly's arm and scared her. <laughs> <laughs> I just. <laughs> all right, The Shining. So. <laughs> Uh, so, according to the Internet Movie Database, The Shining, directed by Stanley Kubrick, is described as, a family head heads to an isolated hotel for the winter where a sinister presence influences the father into violence while his psychic son seem, sees horrifying forebodings from both the past and the future. Uh, starring Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall, Danny Lloyd, Scatman Crothers. Yeah. Wait, who is Danny Lloyd? He's the boy. Oh, he's the boy. Danny. Danny! He sounded kind of like John Goodman there at the end when he was yelling Danny. Yeah? That's what I thought. Like, or I was thinking of, like, you know, him in Raising Arizona? Mm hmm. It reminded me of him in that. Like, okay. when he's yelling about, like, the baby. He does seem beastly. In the end, yeah. beast-like. Um, but we can get, we'll get to that a little later. Um, what are your thoughts on The Shining? It gets better every time I watch it. How many times have you watched it? That would be my third. Third. <laughs> okay, three. tell us your response to it the first time you watched it. The first, okay, so the first time I watched it, I saw it in theaters because it was playing in Niagara Falls for Dr. Sleep. Um, I was, like, terrified at first because that was, like, the first horror movie I'd ever seen. And then, as it kept going, I just wasn't scared. And then, I kind of just didn't pay attention, really, for the first half. Because okay. I was like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? And then nothing scary happens for, like, the first, like, hour. So, you were, like, you were nervous about being scared? Yeah, because so I don't like being focus? scared. Okay. Yeah, and then, yeah, I don't know. The first time was kind of pointless. So And then the second time I watched it, it was in my room, like, alone, at, like, 7 o'clock in the morning. It's a weird time to watch The Shining. That's a weird time to watch a movie. At, uh, <laughs> you should have watched it at 2.37 in the morning. Oh, wow. What brought you to watch it at 7 in the morning? Um, okay. Day before, I was at Walmart, and I saw the DVD, and I bought the DVD. Oh, okay. And then the next morning, I woke up really early for no reason. I'm like, I'm going to watch The Shining. Okay. So I did that. That has nothing to do with it. So, anyways, it like set like this vibe. Did you watch it on a computer, or no. on a television? I have a VHS player. Okay. So I put my DVD into my little DVD slot, and I have a projector in okay. my room. So I watched it on that. So it was like big. Mm -hmm. It was good. That way, I paid more attention to it, obviously. And then I could like break apart the storyline. And then when I watched it yesterday, I could like think about things that happened and then things that were going to happen. Mm -hmm. Some foreshadowing there. I don't know, it was good. So it was better having that anticipation and yeah. that perspective? Yeah. 
I don't know. The first time was just kind of pointless. Okay. When you left the theater the first time, yeah. what were you thinking? Um, I really liked Shelley Duvall, but that was my main idea. Okay. And then... Did you leave thinking that it wasn't scary? No, I wasn't scared at all. Okay, the only part that scared me... You know when it goes like Tuesday? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that made me jump. That's the only thing I that jumped. makes me yes. jump in the entire movie. That's the only thing I got scared at. <laughs> it's like the guest. Take it from there. <laughs> uh, it does have some interesting jump scares. I don't think that it tries to do like horror movie jump scares, but there yeah. there are points where like like people gesture and they gesture kind of weird and, and like yeah. I think the audio I was like. An important factor. Oh yeah, like when like it, like or like they'll do like the ding, 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 ding. like when it does like zoom in and, and stuff. There's like a dog man thing. And yeah. She's like, <gasps> she's like running around with the she she, always, she runs around with like both hand, like arms in the air. Mm-hmm. She's a she's an interesting actress. I don't know if I I don't know if I like loved her in this. Like I, I don't know if her in this. Like the I think. Okay, let's get everybody's general. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> First time? Yes. Okay. I, uh, you know, I left like two-thirds of the way through, mm-hmm. and then I went home, and then I did some stuff, and then I went and took a bath, and I washed in the bath, and I'm sitting there in the tub, and I'm just like, what the... <laughs> yeah, thank you. See, Thomas is helpful. Were you in the tub when there was like the old lady scene? Oh, okay, that's a yeah. great feeling. Like. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, our, that our was. Right. I was not. I was not having it. Okay. Father's supposed to be calming, and I was so not calm. Okay. And then I got cold. <laughs> it freaked you in. Yeah. Okay. I overall, I think it was good. I didn't like the scene it goes on for so long it just it does. Yeah. So I didn't like how it was like uncomfortable for such a long period of time he's like sucking her face <laughs> yeah that's, that's, that's an excessive kiss yeah. ew that was not a good noise to me sorry uh, I loved it just as much as I did before when I first watched it second time is my second time I think um, yeah, I just like it a lot. Um, it's good. No more, no less? It's I Same experience? Same experience. I'm still kind of iffy on the ending. Specifically the fact that, I guess, he freezes to death. I feel like... I love his face. <laughs> He's I, I just sitting it, there. I think for a movie that seemed to be serious for the most part, throughout... The entire time, just him freezing to death seemed out of place because she might have like a sprained or twisted ankle. But I feel like if you're in the situation where you're freezing to death and you're already that animalistic, you'd kind of at least crawl your way back into a, the hotel. Okay. I think he was. Yeah, I think he was lost in the maze, and he was getting all confused by Danny's backwards footsteps. That's oh, I think that's. And he was just running in circles, and then he... And he was obsessed with trying to find Danny. 
right? Yeah. Um, definitely not dressed for the kind of weather that he found himself in. Yeah, but true. he also, the thing that is his main obstacle is bushes. And he's carrying an ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Oh, you just ruined it. Yeah. Uh, Anderson. <laughs> and now they might be like really thick bushes. I, th- I, think, I think they were. I think when you see them. But I think you could probably just like walk through them if you really If you could like stick an axe through like that man, I think yeah. the bushes don't stand a chance. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever I see that, I, I would say that I would say that he obsessively looks for his son and freezes to death. Yeah, um, but he knew that they left because he heard the snowcat, didn't he? Did he? I don't know if he heard it. Oh, it's storming you. No, it wasn't. It was no? pretty calm, was it? I mean, he was also shouting like a madman, though. Yeah, so that's true. Heard it. Yeah. When I see it, though, I no, no, he, he does hear them because yeah. he's yelling, "Don't!" He's like, "Don't leave me here!" But it's like, <laughs> but it's like that. Um, but he does say, "Don't leave me here." Yeah. Okay. I remember. It kind of reminded me of the the tethered the the tethered father from Us. Okay. The noises that he makes, like okay. right at the very end, like when he's just fully. Full, full overlook, I guess. I, whenever that scene happens, I kind of like try and sum it up as, um, uh, you know how he's in like the storage room and the ghost is talking to him and he says you're gonna do better this time, right? Mm-hmm. I think that like maybe the ghosts are forcing him to just stay put and then he freezes to death because they failed the ghosts or the spirits. Oh, or he doesn't want to go back to the hotel because he failed. That's true. That's an interesting way to look at it. If if that's the case, it would be neat if he froze to death just outside the door. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's out of the maze and he's looking at the hotel, but he won't go back inside because he let them down. What's Grady gonna think? <laughs> Delbert Grady. I like Lloyd. <laughs> Lloyd is my was my favorite. Grayson? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um when I was watching it. Uh, I forgot that, like, there could be spirits, and I just thought he was going crazy of other reasons. Okay. So so then it kind of, like, confused me when the ghost opened the door. It does play for a good portion of it that it could be natural. Like having fever. Mm-hmm. However, the movie's set up with this, like, psychic kid and this ability to to have like extrasensory perception and stuff um so i I think you're supposed to believe that the that there is something unnatural about the place from early on does um does jack torrance's character i guess not his character does jack nicholson's character jack torrance does he also have the shining in the book, so. it kind of goes into, like, Holloran thinks that everybody's got a little shining in them. Mm-hmm. It's a spectrum. You don't think so? I don't know. Well, not really. It, that could be, like, the... Isn't Didn't Holloran say something about, like, you can go back or forward with the shining? So, like, if he, like, is thinking back, that's when he's, like, at the party. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he sees Lloyd. Could that be the shining? Or it is could. that just him? You mean like some people can some people can see the future, some people can yeah. see things that happened in the past. Some people can see both. Like yeah, Danny. It could. Does Danny ever see the 
the in the in the book he he sees glimpses of the future, but does he ever see it in the movie? I can't. Well, he does. Yeah. He he experiences the hotel before he gets there. Yeah. And then he asks his dad about hurting him and his mom. So I think. Yeah. So, I think oh yeah. There are things, yeah. Right. And and then also like when he's staring off in space and he's freaking out, I guess you, like you're wondering like what is he seeing when he's when he's in that trance is is and when when he's saying murder is he responding to murders that have happened there previously or is he responding to murders that could happen in the future or mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. so I, I think it definitely does hint at at those things i was just wondering if if jack torrance like if he does have like a portion of the shining and that's what makes him susceptible to what the the hotel is doing because they don't really the hotel doesn't reveal itself to wendy until, until later. Yeah, that's true. Or does the hotel just kind of like... Does it hit Jack because it wants Jack to kill his family and then like it just likes to terrorize people and so it reveals itself later to, to Wendy just for like fun? And like in the book, it's like they're just using Jack to get to Danny. Mm-hmm. Danny's kind of a... Like his character, like yeah, he's important, but he's more important to the hotel in the book. Mm-hmm. In the movie, it just seems like the hotel wants the family to die. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, no. No, no, no anyways. Uh, more laughing. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> anyways, so... I was going to say something. Oh, yeah, okay, so that picture where it's like 1912... 21, like, is it 21? Yeah, 12? at the end? Yeah, okay, so that that's could weird. be like. That's why it would maybe want him. It's been like he's been there before. So now he's back in another mm-hmm. life. As so the he's the same rein- person. He's reincarnated. Yeah. And so he was the, the original caretaker, if we're supposed to believe Grady. Yeah. You've always been the caretaker. Like, maybe. I'm not, I'm not sure how to interpret that. Oh, I just got a good theory in my mind. Okay, so. They keep, like, it's the same person that keeps going into each, like, body of whatever the caretaker is. And then, like, once they got back to, like, the original form of, like, the original caretaker from, like, the 20s, then that's why they chose him to kill their family, kill Uh his family, go back and finish again. But this time he doesn't get it done. But before he did. Okay, so how does this work? Because Grady was supposed to have killed his family. Yes. But that would have been after the the Jack Nicholson portrait character would yeah. have maybe killed his family if that did happen. Yeah. Which we're not told, mm-hmm. right? We just know that Grady killed his family. But the Grady that we're told of in the interview is a different Grady than the one that we meet in the yeah, bathroom. There's like yeah, there's like two name. different Grady's. And so when Jack is saying you killed your family, it's not the it's not the greedy that he was told about in the interview. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the uh, Wendy when she sees that guy, he's like wonderful party, eh? and he's got like a yeah. And mm-hmm. that's Grady, right? That's I like, don't know. That's like no, that's the guy that like took him out of the, like, the cellar thing. That's the guy that was talking to him. Is and that that, that's about? the guy because yeah. Grady was the guy who 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 shot himself. Cause he had like a. But he put both barrels in the middle. Yeah, and he had, like, okay. there was, like, on the top of his head, I yeah. think, was 
So, but that looks like a different guy than Grady mm-hmm. in the it's Washington. It's definitely a different guy. Yeah. Is so, it? I always thought that that was the same person. No, I don't think so. Um, yeah, that confused me. I think a he's a different bit. guy. They could have put somebody more familiar there. That would have been better. Mm-hmm. Somebody that was more distinguishable. Yeah. Instead of, like, another bald guy in a tuxedo. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... It's possible that there's a different, that there could be different Grady's. And so would that mean that Jack Nicholson is like the reincarnation of the Grady that he heard about in the interview? That's what I thought. Or Jack, if Jack Nicholson is the original caretaker, and he, like, there's nothing to say that the Jack Nicholson that's in the picture that we see killed his family. Mm-hmm. Just that he was there. At the hotel in, in 1921. This whole thing is making me angry because I can't figure it out. <laughs> but, but we're told that he's always been the caretaker and he's the one that killed, or he should kill his family. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Punish them harshly. Mm-hmm. Um, how does Grady say it? Correct? Correct them, yeah, yeah correct. in the book. I, w- I was just waiting for him to say punish them harshly because that kept coming up in the book. Mm-hmm. I like correct. Yeah. I corrected her. Um, I, th- I, I think that's... It's a very creepy way to do it. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. The other explanation is that... And I don't like this one. I'm not sure that I like any... I, I'm not sure that I like the... He's reincarnated. Cause that's... I don't know. I'm not sure what to do with that. Yeah. I don't know what it means. And not in, in really like a fun puzzle that I have to figure yeah. out. But in a, like a... What? Yeah, I think like that's my head is so hurting just right trying now. to yeah. think about this. Um, and I just want to watch it for a movie. Yeah. Well, I think that if he's reincarnated, like like he was there and it's it's the, the hotel pulling people back um, that have been there. And so it, it's very possible that, that like that reincarnated person has never killed his family, but he's always been the caretaker. And then these other things happen. And, and the hotel is just like pulling people towards it. Mm-hmm. But, like, in the picture, he's, like, front and center. Yep. Like, if, he's important. Yeah, so if they were to just have him as, like, somebody working in the hotel, they could have just had him in the back and then pan in uh-huh. to him in the back. But the fact that he's front and center. Uh-huh. Unless caretaker means something a little bit different. Like, like if he ran the hotel, like, it's, it's yeah. his job to, to take care of it. Or Grady could just be manipulating him. Mm-hmm. Grady could be lying. The other that thing... that picture was there. I knew about this ending before I, I saw it. This Because this is my first time seeing it. Do you think... Cause, and you see Jack walk past that room. This is kind of in the background. But do you think that picture was always like that? Like when Jack first arrived, do you think it was like that? So there's the other thing. Is, is like that picture could represent that the mm-hmm. hotel was like collecting mm-hmm. people. Yeah. That was my idea. That it would collect people and add them to the party mm-hmm. and like the hotel. And I, I don't know, that just seems a little goofy. But I, I have, I, I've talked about that theory that like like Jack Nicholson's picture isn't in there until after he dies there. And that picture is, yeah, like mm-hmm. it's, it's, he's been claimed. Yeah. You'd oh. think that someone would notice that though? Like, like when, like the, Wendy be walking by and be like, "Wait." <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> or people that work there would be walking by that. Picture yeah, and be like, like you'd be dusting. You're like, "Wasn't that that 
guy who killed a bunch of people in a newspaper? What? (laughs) And why would it be dated 1921? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It could just be an eerie way to to end it, but I don't don't know how to interpret it. Maybe we're not supposed to. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think Stanley Kubrick put a lot of a, a lot of thought into what he was making. I don't think that he would do it just for no reason. Yeah, he wrote it as like they went along with production. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. Uh, apparently, Jack Nicholson stopped um, practicing the script because it was like it was different every single day, and so he would only read what he was given on the morning of. Yeah. And uh, and I think he was like supposed to be like a, a consummate professional. Like he'd know the script, and, and when he was there, and it's like, oh, so we're not doing this anymore. Okay, I think that bothered him yeah. a lot. Uh, I think I think he can be a good actor. I think everybody knows Jack Nicholson in this movie as you know crazy, laughing. That's just Jack Nicholson in general in movies, you know. But specifically in the scenes when he's like breaking down and he's crying, like after that dream and he's crying and he's mm-hmm. like, you know, there's like drool coming out of his mouth and he's just so vulnerable like I think like he he really sells it yeah I I think he shows pretty pretty good range here um and like when he's like when Wendy's like you did this to him and he's just like yeah and he's just so baffled even Mm. at the beginning when he's like a normal guy like he seems psychotic yeah (laughs) he's like (laughs) like, there you go he saw it on the TV cannibalism (laughs) some people have uh, have faulted the movie for that that the casting and I think um, it was a problem that Stephen King had with it where Stephen King wanted to have like a a normal guy kind of like descend but this is like the first time you see Jack Nicholson you're like "Mm." (laughs) he's like well that's not gonna happen to me yeah as if I've already been here before. Yeah, <laughs> like, I but I, I, I like his performance. I, I like. Yeah, no, I, I like that him. he's a little, a little over the top, and like it's very stylized. Like Shelley Duvall isn't normal either. Like, she when, just looks the part. She does, but she's she's very striking in how she looks. She's she's a very distinct appearance. Yeah. It's olive oil. Um, <laughs> the conversation though, yeah. like if if you look at pretty much all of the conversations, all the interactions. I don't think that we're being shown like a real representation of the world. Like everybody, I think, is given direction to act peculiarly. Like like in a Wes Anderson movie, like mm-hmm. you don't get you don't get real acting. You don't get people acting like real people. You get. I think Wes I Anderson's know. a little bit more like extravagant with like making them not feel like real people. Yeah. Well, uh, he he sucks. I think. <laughs> no. He sucks. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> he, he takes. He takes a lot of human qualities out yeah. of his characters, right? And, and it's almost like you're watching dolls, which makes sense for Wes Anderson because yeah. it's like you're looking at a dollhouse. Yeah. Um, like his sets are, are like that, and, and his characters are too. This is like uh, Kubrick dialed like emotion up, like yeah. past like <laughs> normal levels. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the the conversation with Wendy and the the doctor that comes to look at Danny, like that's like it's weird. Like, it's a weird conversation. And the pauses between people talking is bizarre. Like, they just sit and stare at each other. Yeah. And the scene in the bathroom with the, the woman in the bathtub, and now she just, like, walks across the room, and it takes her, like, a minute to do that. Like and then she reaching. does this weird pose and just waits. <laughs> and then he walks up. And, and it's so uncomfortable. Yeah. All of it. I, One. I think it's fantastic. 
I think the thing that more made me uncomfortable in that scene is when like it's the deadly and you just see her like slowly like like kind of like coming out of the tub, but it's like that mm-hmm. that made me a little oh, like uneasy. the old lady. Like when, but it's when it's like yeah. It takes forever to sit up. Yeah, and yeah. it's like there's some little. Uh, any other performances? Anything Danny. about Jack, Danny? Danny was great. He was pretty good, and that's a lot for for a little kid. Yeah. You okay? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. Apparently, the uh, the talking finger was his idea. Really? He started doing that on his own when he went for the audition. That's great. <laughs> wow. Um, which I think is a, a yeah. kind of cool inclusion. I I have no idea what they told him was going on for him to think that he was just in like a. I okay. And Kubrick was so hard on him, like so hard. I watched the behind the scenes, and when he's like running through the maze, like Kubrick's like chasing after him, like screaming, "Run faster! Turn around now! Run faster!" And I'm just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I couldn't handle that. Well, there's that, but also he he apparently was really worried about um, scarring him. So yeah. for a lot of scenes, um, like the scene where Wendy picks him up and and he's been like yeah. uh, strangled. Um, when she's walking away from uh, Jack, uh, it's a doll. Oh, um, really? Like Kubrick is like, we can't have him in the room when they're yelling at each other. So oh. it's okay for Kubrick to yell at yeah. the kid <laughs> and terrorize him, but nothing from the script. And so, like, apparently, like he was very, mm-hmm. he was very careful. But I, I think that Kubrick was just very demanding on his actors. Yeah. And like, there are there are stories of, of scenes taking over a hundred takes. Yeah, like the baseball bat scene. Yep, um, and apparently the the axe scene in the bathroom. Apparently oh, yeah, that was three days. Doors. Yeah, and uh, I came across um, I Jack like... Nicholson. Apparently the the um, the prop department came up with doors, um, and Jack Nicholson was just like knocking them down too easily. Um, like, like he was getting fully, through them fully. No, no, like just like he'd swing the axe and the axe would just go through. And apparently he was a volunteer fireman, so he was like, "I know how to swing an axe." And they're yeah. like, "No, like the door has to look <laughs> like it's like it's taking effort." So they had to make fortified doors oh, okay. to use. But apparently that took three days of filming. I found a plot hole in this movie. Okay. I don't know if it really hunts as a plot hole or just a movie mistake. Maybe more of a movie mistake. But when he's uh, smashing like the door with the axe, with like at the at the slats in the door. Uh-huh. And there's two holes. And yeah, he breaks down the one, and then like it cuts to something, and then it cuts back, and then two slats are I gone. I actually noticed that. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, how did Kubrick let that like just like just go? Continuity. But issue. I didn't find yeah. that a huge deal. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't like it, it didn't like, like destroy <laughs> the movie for me. But I was like, that's yeah. that's just so blatant. Yeah, because it's like because it's like a big destroyed door. It's not like it's not like a cup or something's been moved mm-hmm. from like one shot to another. Like it's and like you and maybe it's because you can see a whole lot more into the bathroom there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I know the the here's Johnny line was improvised. Yeah. By really? Nicholson. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and and was that like Kubrick is like I don't wh- what what you, yeah. you, who, you, your character's name is Jack. Oh, he didn't and, get and it. He, no, he he had no. He's British, right? So like he didn't uh, have yeah, like a Johnny Carson knowledge. I didn't know knowledge. he was British. Kubrick, yeah. yeah. Um, Kubrick. And, uh, Kubrick. And so like apparently Kubrick. like he almost he almost cut that, which I guess is probably like, the most iconic scene in the. When movie. I watched that, it just felt a little like, I know this. Everybody yeah. knows this. It didn't feel. Same thing with the twins in the elevator. I love the on. twins. The elevator is maybe my favorite thing. That how did they do that? Because that's so. I actually know. That's so. Oh. Much. <laughs> Look at me go. 
There's like this thing that falls out of the elevator and you can see it in the film. And then it like, they had it all come out and then like splash up. That was like a one take deal though. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that probably costs a lot of money. All the eggs in one basket. Yeah. I. He wanted to do it so bad. That there's so much blood that the furniture picks up and floats. Mm -hmm. That yeah, that was. Yeah. It. But that's weird. Yeah, you can see it if you look. It's like this like thing just like. Like a bag or something. I don't know. Some people thought it looked like a human, like going like over, and it like splashes up. Okay. They just murdered a bunch of people. <laughs> if just like you, bodies coming out yeah. of the elevator. <laughs> if you watch the trailer for The Shining, it's just that with like this like yeah like weird noise, like like really bad violin that's just sustaining like an off note. It's it's just that it's just mm-hmm. blood pouring out, and then it's like The Shining, and like that's it. It's I remember it's seeing awesome. that when my mom was trying to convince me to watch it because mm-hmm. it was kind of at that point in time I had no real attraction to horror movies um and it was like what am i supposed to take from this but then i watched it and i was like okay this is really good i like horror movies now um what are you watching the trailer yeah yeah if i have it on quiet will we have to cut this out uh well we can pause the recording if you like sure while you watch that and you can turn it up hold on so we're back from uh, watching the trailer for Shining. <laughs> Hopefully they didn't hear that beginning part. I had it kind of quiet. Uh, I do like that a lot. Uh, set design? Yeah. It's um So the outside of the hotel is a real hotel. Yeah. And then the inside is all sets. So they recreated everything. Wow, okay. Everything that's interior is on a sound set. And it so looks pretty real. Like, it looks yeah, real. Yeah, it does. And, and the size of like that ballroom mm-hmm. like, is yeah. incredible. And uh, apparently uh, outside of the windows, they just set up like huge lights just to blast like white light into mm-hmm. it. So when you're inside, you can see some of the prop trees outside, but it's just white. Yeah. You don't really see anything beyond that. Um, the bathroom, I think, might be my favorite set. Yeah. All, it's all red tile. Yeah. It's, pretty... it's weird. It was, like, modern. Like, you went from, like, this old, like, ballroom to, like, this, like, modern, all red. I like that, yeah. It, it, yeah, I don't know, just off-putting. So, I'm confused. What happened with Grady? He was just walking, and he was like, oh, oh, oh. And <laughs> yeah. then he just Oh, there's, like, a lady that gets in his way. But it, like, yeah. it, was, it, was so, it was so, like weird and like kind of clunky like it it didn't seem like he really bumped into her he was like whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> you could see it coming from a mile away yeah yeah whoa. it was it was it was weird it yeah I mean, it, it makes me wonder if grady did it on purpose right because that's how he got jack into yeah. the washroom and they could talk about uh correcting maybe yeah family members yeah so maybe delbert grady's just a bad actor <laughs> i don't or maybe maybe it's supposed to look like he did it intentionally no, I mean, oh, like, you mean the I said Delbert Grady. Okay. Um, that conversation is really neat in the bathroom, too. Um, Jack starts doing this thing with his hand mm-hmm. when he's talking, where he's just sort of like, I don't know, oddly like flexing his fingers when he's thinking about, do I talk to him about him murdering his kids? And he's like doing that. <laughs> he's got that like. It's like, do I know you from somewhere? He's like, he's like no, I'm a caretaker. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Kewan's favorite character Lloyd. Lloyd, the bartender. He doesn't blink. No, he doesn't. I feel like the oh. casting for that was really good. Mm. Like, just like the look. He doesn't Mannerisms blink. of the man. He does not blink. 
I sometimes forget. And he just, he just smiles, not blinking. And he's, he's not creepy looking, but like mm-hmm. he's, he's creepy in mannerism. I could he, be wrong. Is that like the scene like before we see Lloyd where he's like sitting at the bar and he like looks up and laughs? Yeah. Oh, that was everything. I think that's I so think great. he laughs because he, 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 he laughs because like, he sees up and it's Lloyd, like, right? Ha ha ha. Hi, Lloyd. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta like, cut to Lloyd. He's we're like, uh, <laughs> losing oh. Beverly. Uh, would you like to give a grade? With yeah. the bushes that come alive? Yeah. Okay. Jack Jack gets blown up by the boiler. That whole boiler subplot was just dropped. See ya, Beverly. Bye, Bye. Bye! Okay. <laughs> Gee. Uh, anything else to talk about? I sometimes forget to blink. <laughs> then my eyes get really dry. Okay, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hollerin? Scatman Crothers? It was... Good. I like when he's like in bed with like the eyes glossed over, mm-hmm. and then you get like that shot of Danny. I I don't get the design of his bedroom. The I was gonna ladies. say that. I was gonna <laughs> and it like pans out and it's like it's like almost like specifically so you can see. And then it like cuts to like the TV for some reason or another, and there's just like another one like above his TV. Yeah. I don't. I I get that the room is supposed to be symmetrical. You've got you've got two lamps and like a TV and then like naked lady. And then on the other side, you've got the bed instead of the TV, and then two nightstands and two lamps, and then another naked. But like, wait, what was he staying at a hotel or was it a house? No, I think that's his house. Okay. See, like, goes out into the kitchen. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't know. It's possible that he's staying like in a suite that's not his. But because like, he, he says like I'm I'm in Florida, so I don't know if that's like his vacation home. In the or, book, or it's like he's got a job there. I, I liked that part of the book, or it's just great, or not great. Holler, holler, and then he's just, like doing a. He's got a job. But even if even if that's like if he's staying at an Airbnb, uh, which didn't exist at the time, like, kind of why weird. would somebody decorate yeah. a room yeah. with those naked? Li- I don't. Get it seemed it. weird. <laughs> Emily has a theory. I did. Maybe not. Vampire he's just erotica. a dirty old man. Oh, that yeah. Yeah. Duh. Um, yeah. I don't know. It just seems like a really. Unusual detail. It's 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 like it's like in heavy metal. Like there's just like nudity for the sake of nudity. I found it contrasting a little bit to what his normal character was like. Mm-hmm. He was yeah. very kid friendly, yeah. and then all of a sudden it just shows him sitting below a naked lady. Yeah, that, a naked that was, lady in front of him. And was like, that, yeah, no, that was weird. <laughs> that's very different to what I pictured him as before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The establishing. Uh, Shots of the the road, the highway leading up to the that, and then how it goes like when it gets really close to like that part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I love that, and that would have been I would imagine very expensive to do too. Mm-hmm. How close it got! Like I I was just thinking about I kind of like zoned out from it because I was just thinking about like wow this is this is pretty cool, and I was like oh they just got really close to the road there. Um, like today, I think we take it we. With technology, we can digitally put a camera anywhere we want, or we can get a drone and, and yeah. take like a little camera. But like that's, you're hiring a, a helicopter. helicopter, yeah, and in a really expensive camera, and like I, I think it, it's worth it. Yeah. Um, the names flew fast, like on the screen, yeah. like to an uncomfortable point. Yeah. Yeah, it just keeps going. And like the aerial font with like turquoise. <laughs> Better than Comic Sans. 
I was so close to doing my project in Comic Sans. So would have failed. I was going to like um, take a part of my project and then just put like single letters every now and then <laughs> in Comic Sans <laughs> and see if you would notice. I think I would have. Um, <laughs> Did pretty well on that project anyways. <laughs> my friend sent me um, a picture of one of the projects. Who's that one? Yep. I couldn't stop laughing for a bit. Okay. Um, it's kind of a reoccurring theme on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, oh, any nitpicks? We've got like a continuity issue. I'm not crazy about Wait. Wendy when she's walking through Wait. at the end and there's like again? all. Like, Do you say that on purpose, like library? To like what? You said continuity. Oh, I didn't mean to say. That. Is, is this like is this like the symmetry? Yeah. Is 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 this a real thing? Because I know you do the library thing in library my English thing. class. On purpose, so okay, bad. how would you say continuity? Continuity. That's how I would say it. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, continuity. I've, I have a feel. I have a feeling that he might be doing the yeah. library thing. So I'm just gonna drop it here. Okay. Um. <laughs> When she walks through to the, uh, like the, uh, I don't know, I guess the lodge part, and uh, and they're all like the skeletons and, that and was, cobwebs. That I, was, I didn't like that. Yeah, that seemed like, no, it didn't seem, I was like, what is this? But that also goes with like the dog man doing stuff with the man. Like that's that whole like, what is going on? But the dog the, man seemed like it kind of fit. This was just like, ooh, spooky cobwebby skeletons. Yeah, it, it seemed yeah. like low hanging fruit. Like it, it seemed like shorthand. And they were like sitting up and it like looking cool. like they were doing stuff like yeah. in a haunted house. Yeah. Like there was like butlers and uh, I don't cool know. they did that in like the ballroom. Like where had Jack had gone in hmm. and like there's all those people like. And maybe if they were like moving around or something. Like the they're just yeah, yeah, but they're just like they're just like Halloween props. Yeah. I think that's one of my single problems with the movie. Uh, oh, I love all of the big wheel scenes. <gasps> Danny yes, 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 the yes. big wheel. The sound design yeah. is amazing. From I love that so much. Oh, oh my gosh. The first time I watched that, it made me so it's excited. So good. That was the time where I paid attention because it was like rumble, rumble, rumble. Yeah. <laughs> I just got really excited. Describe it. Oh, it's so <laughs> creating texture with sound. Yeah, it's so it's, perfect. It's, it's, so it's perfect, good. and there's there's a rhythm to it, mm-hmm. and like the 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 carpet uh, the carpet like itself like when yeah. he's riding down he like turns and he got like that like geometric carpet. Oh, and uh, and I think part of it too is uh, he'll be riding and he'll turn a corner, and then you're upstairs. Yeah, and it, it's kind of like how do we get upstairs? And then, really and then, and then, like he turns a corner, yeah. and then he's downstairs, and it's like, it's like, it's like the the impossible window in, in the almonds, office. In almonds. Um, so at the beginning, when when Jack goes for the interview, they walk through the hotel, and he walks into the the, the room, and there's this window in behind the the boss's, the manager's desk, and you just walk through the hotel, and they were in behind that room. There's no possible way that there's an exterior window in the room that with in. like trees and stuff mm-hmm. showing through, and so it's. It, like some people make a big deal about it that like this was done on purpose. This is Kubrick, like I don't know, doing it for for some reason or like to, I think it's to make you feel space. uncomfortable, right? Yeah, I, I think, think so. wall space. Put I, a window. I, I think it, yeah, I, I I think it's probably that. I think it's like this room needs a window. Yeah. And it might come down to certain things about like 
I, I know that, that we only had one hole in this door before and now there's there's two, but like it works for, for a certain reason. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's just composition of the shot. Yeah. And the big wheel, when he's like riding it, he's like shaking a little. Mm-hmm. He looks so great. I love Danny. Tony's a little boy that lives in my mouth. I, I, I love that. <laughs> and, and if you opened your mouth, could I see him? And like that's like that's like a perfect kid sort of response. Mm-hmm. Like he talks to himself, and there's somebody that like shares his like his mouth with him. So it's like it's a little boy. Like that's that's a that's a very kid. Ex- yeah. I like how um, Tony calls uh, Danny's mom Mrs. Torrance instead yeah. of mom yeah. or something like mm-hmm. that. Danny's not here, Mrs. Torrance. Danny's not here, Mrs. Torrance. And uh, I think. Thematically, it's kind of neat because it's a story that I think rests a lot on this idea of of violence um, and like family violence, um, where we have like the the same sort of like abusive thing happening um, with Grady abusing yeah. his family and then Jack abusing his family. And if we have this like reincarnation thing, then we get this kind of like it's a generational like mm-hmm. you abuse your kids and like they're going to grow up to be abusive as well. And here we have. Danny outsmarting his dad and, and stopping the abusive cycle, which is it's there's a really good scene in the in the book where what does he say he, t- he goes up and he kind of confronts he confronts Jack and he's in like full overlook mode hmm. um, and he, I think he says something he's like you're not my dad and he and he and it describes him as like he's like baffled for a minute like hmm. he's like taken aback he's like well who else would I be and then he's like, I forget what he says. He said there's like this really interesting dialogue, and then it's like, and like this whole time it's and like by the end of it, it's just like it's calling Jack is like the thing I think or it. Okay. Um. And then and then and then it says, and then it's like, Danny run or something. Jack Torrance said, and it's just so sad. It's like, yeah. aww. Huh. And and it's like that was his like is like it was that was like the that was like the last like that was like the last real bit of Jack, and then he like dies, but he's like it's just the like like he like kills himself or it's like the hotel kills Jack. Uh-huh. Do you remember that? No. It like smashes with the rope mallet, and then and then it's like but then it's like just the hotel. Okay. In like Jack's body. Okay. Yeah. These are the things that I wanted to answer in Doctor Sleep, but didn't get. No, I haven't seen it. I had no desire to see it. It, is, it was is, horrible. Does Jack ever show up in it? Um, no. no. You get like these like shots of him like, like as like Danny like walking down like the same hallways that he is like looking through like the door that he broke and like all this stuff, but like you don't see Jack. But, like, oh, my God, people were, like, getting up in the theater and leaving. It was so bad. And at the end, I was so disappointed. It was just, I wish I got some answers, but it was bad. Um, some trivia. Um, apparently, to, uh, to get Jack in, uh, in the proper mindset. He was like, have um, you seen the video? No. Uh, he was only allowed to eat cheese sandwiches while the oh, filming. I knew that. Um, and apparently he hates cheese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so that's all he could have. Um, during the uh, the Here's Johnny scene, apparently they went through 60 doors. Mm-hmm. I think I might have done that. Yeah. 
Um, and obviously Shelley Duvall... Uh, was it 127? Was under, I don't know. Um, emotional duress during uh, during the filming um, because of like all the takes and, and uh, apparently Kubrick just like pushing her and pushing her and pushing her and uh, apparently Jack Nicholson said that that's the hardest work that he's ever done in making a movie and that Shelley Duvall... 127. The, the yeah. best performance that... Uh, that he's ever seen a, a woman yeah. make. If you watch, like, the documentary, um, it was just, like, cameras on Jack, like, Kubrick talking to Jack, and, like, you just see, like, Shelly in the background, like, walking angrily, like, trying to get away from everything, and then there's, like, this part where, like, when she, like, comes outside and, like, pushes open the door with, like, the knife, mm-hmm. um, she, like, didn't come out on time, and then, like, Kubrick went off on her, like, in her face, just screaming, and... Apparently he did that, not because he's a jerk, but because he wanted a specific performance. From but it, it feels like a jerk thing to do. Kind of. I know he wanted a like specific performance. Could he have done it a better way? Maybe. I would think probably. But I'm, I'm happy with the way it turned out, and she's okay. So. And apparently <laughs> he's, um, it's kind of hard to please him, because a lot of times uh, actors have felt, when they're being directed by Kubrick, that they're just another prop and so yeah. he would he would he'd be like cut do it again act better yeah and it's like well what do you want me to do and he's like just do it better and so it i think that they were just frustrated with who's the actor in a clockwork orange oh uh the british guy yeah alex yeah um i don't know uh yeah and he like just finished like brushing his teeth or something. Oh, I remember seeing him brush his. <laughs> yeah. That's like the one thing that I remember from it. <laughs> like he's like, yeah. And then he like picks up the axe. <laughs> Practice swings. Yeah. Wait, have you seen this? So that's him preparing for the shot. Wait. So let me go back and I'll show him. Right now we're reacting to Jack Nicholson preparing for the act scene. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. He starts... <laughs> That's my favorite thing. And, yeah. <laughs> and he picks up the act. That's like a real act, too. He's like yeah. swinging around like a guy's like walking by. And I think this is... I think um, this is just... Malcolm McDowell. Okay, yeah. So I watched like a thing like... Where he was talking about like what it was like filming. Is and, this like, any spoilers? I haven't seen it yet. A Clockwork Orange. Yeah. If this is no, no, I feel like it's just a well-known shot. When he has like his eyes clamped open. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh he yeah. He did okay. not want to do that scene. Like he really had his eyes clamped open. He like scratched his like cornea. Mm-hmm. That's an eye thing. And like that was all Kubrick, and he did not want to do it. So like, but Kubrick didn't care what his actors wanted. Mm-hmm. What he wanted. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I don't know. Then, then some people would say that, like, that's a great scene. That's it's a great movie. And is it worth it? Terrorizing people to get a piece of art. That's a whiplash question, <laughs> I guess. Uh, okay, so uh, we've had a long conversation. Um, thermometer ratings. Right, we do ratings and then thermometer. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm an A plus. Oh, we do letters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, A minus. Okay. Yeah. Go. I think I'll say A minus too. The maybe A or A minus. I didn't love it, 
But there was very specific things I was like, this is the best thing ever. Big wheel scene. Big wheel scene. <laughs> Big wheel sound design. That yeah. was so... <laughs> the audio. Yeah, and and like other little yeah. parts in that I, I really... I think for a movie great. to be made this, 40 years ago and still be able to satisfy um, and unnerve people, mm-hmm. especially something that's been... Uh, it's inspired so many other things later. Um, I think it's phenomenal that you can go back and, and still kind of be like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though it has faults and, and some of it might have not aged as well as it, it could have, I think that that's a testament. It's an A-plus for me. It's my second favorite movie. What's your favorite? Oh. What's your favorite? My favorite is Titanic. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just listen. I thought you were going to say Romeo and Juliet. No, no, This is like my least favorite movie. Um, no... It's the only movie that can make me cry. Okay. It's not, like, perfect, but... Literally everything makes me cry. No, no movie can, like, give me an emotion more than the Tuesday in The Shining, like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, when uh, Titanic, spoiler, when she, like, comes up the stairs after she dies as an old lady and Jack turns around... <gasps> <laughs> I ball my eyes out to that. Yes, I guess he's just so yeah. beautiful. But like. you know, you know, I'm I'm crying because of the his, the death. His, the death scene, you yeah, know, yeah. you know, and then like I finally like start to calm down a little bit, and then she walks up the uh, stairs, and then like and then it, we just, get, like, it just like comes back. Oh, I could talk about this for hours. <laughs> so great. Let's not. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's an A plus for me. It's one of my favorite horror movies. Well, that being said, uh, I think it fits into those categories, at least for me, where it's a horror movie that's not really trying to be a horror movie. It's just trying to be a movie. And I think that's what makes it good. It's supposed to be, like, the scariest. That's what people say. I yeah, don't think it's scary. All these classic movies, they, yeah, all these classic movies, like, you go back and watch The Exorcist, it's, yeah. like, scariest movie of all time, or Blair Witch, or any I of those think movies. I Blair Witch is still pretty freaky. I, I do, too. I, I think that there's some really unnerving things about The Shining as well, and, and The Exorcist, but I don't think they're scary. It's the movies like that are scary. typically scary, like they, they lean more on jump scares and gore and. Yeah. I've never seen The Exorcist. It's phenomenal. I haven't either. So I have nothing to judge off of. I still gotta watch, uh, part three. There's three it's parts. Good. Well, yes, but this well, one there's is more. There's more than that. Yeah, but this is interesting because it's there's like, like a prequel. I think. I think we have there's that more. too, for some. Uh, but the part part three is a direct sequel to the first one okay and they ignore the second one which is interesting because they didn't really when was it released oh, bye see ya emily uh late 80s early 90s like maybe. it was like it was like long before that was kind of a thing to do like yeah. now, now we just we dismiss whatever we don't want like halloween and yeah. the terminator movie the first halloween exists but all the other ones nope yeah um or like let's reboot spider-man for the whatever i refuse time. to watch the new halloween okay it's Fine. I think it's probably the the best sequel they could have done. Okay, well now I have to see mm. it, right? I don't know. Is it worth my time, or should I see The Irishman? Or 1917 again? <laughs> see, see, watch, watch 1917. Right. Then watch that two more times. Mm-hmm. Then watch The Irishman once. I was gonna give you Llewellyn Davis. That's what, are you, what were you gonna give me? Inside Llewellyn Davis. Llewellyn. Oh. Okay. Is 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 that what they call him in the movie? Is there no, somebody? But like, is there? Cause, cause, was there something in the movie where somebody called him Llewellyn? 
Or is that just a myth? I don't think so. I think, you know what I think it was? You said it, like, it was like a one, it was like a mistake you made, and then you just kept saying it. Um, there's a character named Llewellyn in No Country for Old Men. A male. Yeah, that's probably what you were. I always get confused when you guys talk about Lou and Davis, because all I hear is Lou and Davis. There so was, then I think a, of, like... Uh, oh, it's one like, person? Lou yeah. and... Lou and... Well, oh, John that, Goodman, that's like remember. that Sam, Sam and Eric thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lou, Lou Ellen, uh, remember he's like, uh, John Goodman is like, was it like Lou N. Davis is what he thought his name was in the movie? Anyways, Grayson? <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's <laughs> fine. Um, I think it would be a solid A. I liked it, but like, I just kind of like, I found, I I recognized all the iconic things, like the blood and the twins and stuff like that. But besides that, it kind of seemed like an older movie. And also, I kind of found that like Jack kind of seemed too crazy at the beginning. Yeah. I just could, I could see that. a little too well. Yeah, I could. like a pretty bow on it. And, and especially knowing that later, like when you see him break down, knowing that he can really act, mm-hmm. I kind of wish that he didn't be so... I, th- I think know. at the beginning it's supposed to be more he's just not a good person. Maybe, yeah. I, I, I'm not a fan of the exposition at the beginning of uh, when Danny hurt his arm. That seem, it seems a little unnatural the way that it's presented in, in the way that Wendy tells the story seems a little... What do you mean? Like, I don't think she'd be like, oh, so my husband was drinking again and he came home and he was upset at Danny for knocking his papers around. And Like, I think that being a white... Like, I think she'd be embarrassed about that. Yeah. And not I feel like she tell. felt obligated to tell the doctor for some reason. That's the Like, all that stuff, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But we do, we hear that story later. Yeah. When, when Jack is drinking. And I think that it would be fine to get it there as opposed to yeah. at the beginning. I felt that story more realistic than the one that she said. I feel like from his point of view, it sounded more real rather mm-hmm. than just like, oh, like he, you know, tugged his arm a little too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Was it, was it, was it true that, I think you told me this, but like, like Stanley Cooper was like, he was like, he was very, he like really wanted to make a different movie. He was very adamant on making this like a different movie than the book, and so he changed little things. Yeah, like the color of the car that's in the the accident in the snowstorm. And like something I know, it's like in the book he breaks his arm, and in this he dislocates it. Like it's such small things, and I can see why that would be frustrating. Yeah. Because it's just such a small change. I still need to read the book. Yeah, it's pretty good. There's another there's another change early on. I think that. Uh, that I picked up on this time, but I'm, I'm forgetting what it was. Um, but apparently Kubrick did those like little tiny changes just as like a kind of like, this is my story. Yeah. It's not Stephen King's story. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, that's it. Have an A one day, listeners. <laughs> Sounds about love. Dogs about love. Dogs about love. Dogs about love.